Hi and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the 10th place finisher of High Seas, Cece, about being a social threat and winning viewer favorite. I'm joined today by the 10th place finisher of Alliance High Seas, the second member of our jury, uh, as it went by during the game, Cece. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. You forgot to mention I was viewer favorite. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, I cannot believe I forgot that. Viewer favorite as well. Um, just That's like the one thing that went well for me in the season. Uh, yeah, the, um, the, the highest finishing or lowest i don't know uh lowest you call me the biggest flop (laughs) biggest flop to get viewer fave let's go with that one earliest exit player to get viewer favorite uh still to this day um and i mean that's didn't realize that that's that's you know you say it's a flop but like that's still pretty damn impressive (laughs) well thank you i do remember I think at the time it was very, very close, wasn't it? I believe um, so. so. I think by the skin of my teeth, I managed to pull out the win. Um, yes. But a win is a win. Um, you know, <laughs> if you look at the midterms, half of them won by like 10 votes. So <laughs> they're still making $100,000. So like, yeah, I'm going to take it as a win. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think <laughs> I, I'm looking at the votes now and I can't imagine we've had a closer one uh, oh, before shit. or since. Between three different people, uh, it was... One of them must have been Flair. It must have been. <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure. Maybe, is it Dano, Dano? No. I never know how I'm going to say it. No, the other one was RDT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. But... Yes. Yeah. Um, pretty exciting. I mean, I thought just a mark of having a lot of people everybody liked, really. Exactly, Yes. Has a winner ever won it before? Yes, they have. Oh, really? Um, we'd actually had the past, the two winners before your season one. Both won the Um As well as our <laughs> second season's winner. But we haven't had it since then. Because I think people I don't, see. a lot of the viewers kind of don't like that. They don't I want mean, that yeah. So. If it was me, I would like to spread the wealth. Yes, definitely. I think in quite a few other orgs, I might be wrong. I think they exclude like the people who make FTC mm. from that kind of thing. Yeah. I might be talking out my ass, but I'm, I'm certain that's a thing in quite a lot of <laughs> But yeah, I'm the same. I would like to spread the wealth. Yes. Although, then again, saying that, um, when it comes to, obviously, award season and everything like that coming up, it's annoying me that loads of different places are awarding, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but do you know um, Short Round from Everything Everywhere all at once? Uh, yeah, I know who, yeah, yeah. He's getting loads of awards, and Michelle Yeo's been left with nothing, and that needs to change as soon as possible. Dang, yes, I agree, I agree. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at your application. Oh, um, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> and I think, I don't know, I know we did a um, like a, an audio preview as production for this season, and mm-hmm. I remember, I haven't looked at this, your application in at least a year, 
probably a year and a half <laughs> since we really talked about it. But I remember thinking that like this was one of my favorite applications we've ever gotten. Oh, and just, thank you. I mean, and and I don't know that that's anything like in particular, but I think like you just managed to like really convey your personality so well in your application <laughs> and i think some people do struggle with that a bit yeah um, um i mean is that just another way of saying i came across as unhinged and batshit on it <laughs> i mean you called yourself batshit crazy in your yeah. application yeah um <laughs> yes i think there's you know, I'm a huge fan of reality TV, how it works behind the scenes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've just treated like that, to be honest. I was like, if I was actually applying for a TV show or anything like that, you need to stand out as much as you can. <laughs> um, you need to chat a little bit of shit in order to make yourself stand out. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And like, from what I gathered, because I remember seeing the advert on Reddit and it had loads of upvotes and I was like, oh my God, this must be quite a big org. It must be getting quite a lot of applications. So I was like, right, I'm going to have to like produce a work of art for this in order to actually get in it um so i mean i didn't spend ages on it but i did spend like an hour or two on it um trying to make as memorable as possible and but yeah i'd also i think if I remember rightly i did try and really get across that i did actually want to i mean this is true i did want to win and i did want to come into this and actually compete and make it to the very end because mm-hmm. i think a lot of times in other orgs i think the view me is a bit of a um like novelty, like a novelty act. Do you know, like an X Factor or American Idol, where you have someone really shit who gets to the live shows? Yes. I yes. mean, people cast me to fill that role a lot, or they have done in the past. And I was like, well, that's all well and good because he's still letting me on the org, but at the same time, I want to be taken seriously. Um, so I try to like get a little bit of that in there too. Um, as well, from what I remember, although like you, I haven't read it in a very, very long time. Probably haven't looked at it since I sent it off, but um. <laughs> yeah, it, it just uh, I'm trying. I'm like trying to pull out like something interesting to like. I mean, like it's all interesting, but something that kind of captures both both sides of it. Um, and uh, you mm. know, you talk about. Uh, I always used to enjoy how immersive the social element of the game is in oh, tandem yeah. with the more strategic and challenge based aspects. Loved having everything in kitchen sink launched at my head. <laughs> yes the, yeah i mean i started playing orcs when i was i was still at uni at the time that i was 20 mm. which is a bit depressing because i'm 25 in a few months so that's gone <laughs> and i I don't even know how i came across it because i'm sure you know there's also been rdt i'm sure there's been other brits before but like survivor isn't a thing in the uk at all like it's not I think they had it for like two years when I was very, very young, like in the early 2000s, and it just didn't take off. Mm. Uh, there's been rumours of it being revived here, but nothing concrete, I don't think. Um, and like we have Big Brother, but it's our version of Big Brother is so, so different. Like, it might as well be another show. It's so different. Because um, it's not strategic, it is just popularity-based, and oh. there's no element of strategy. Yeah, like um, the public vote for who leaves and that kind of thing. There's no... Interesting. The housemates just like nominate who goes up for eviction and the public vote for who they want to keep or who they want to send out and that kind of thing. Um, but I think I think I was on a drag race server or something and my friend was involved in orgs for like surviving that kind of thing. She's like, it's really good, like it's really fun, it's really interesting. 
but I'd only watched me play one and I did. I can't remember which one it was. Um, and then from there, I joined a few other servers and I was just hooked. It was so good <laughs> being able to see people being like really bitchy, really funny, um, trying to balance <clears throat> keeping everyone on side. Um, a lot of the challenges are fun. A lot of that, I was like, oh, this is so much fun. So I was like, right, I'm going to take part. And then I did for a while. And then life just got a bit busy and it stopped. And then time created itself. And I saw that I felt like, oh, yes, let's go for this then. And <laughs> yeah, so like I've, I've never had much of the show to actually go off because this asshole recommended the bloody, like the race wars season to me. Oh. And... It yeah. was uncomfortable from day one, but mm. I did keep myself with it because apparently, like lots of big characters from the show itself, come like started off in that season. Right. Um, and I just I didn't really like it. I pulled myself. It was like, oh, this is a bit naff. And um, I haven't watched it since. I probably should though. But um, so yes, I feel like I've always been very much a fish out of water in Survivor Oaks because I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really know anything about the show itself. Um. <laughs> I just know that I have fun taking part in it, so that's why I keep on going for them. Yeah. Oh god, that was a bit of a ramble, but yeah. No, I I mostly I, I pretty much agree. I it's such a shame the that such a a season with such iconic players is <laughs> set up yeah. in such an unfortunate way. Oh god. I have no idea how the hell that got past production of Greenlit at all, Lord. Gosh, that was what, like probably oh six, oh seven? Yeah, Which I mean, like... a lot of. <sighs> mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, a lot of questionable shit went down in reality TV back then, didn't it? <laughs> I'm sure, absolutely. <laughs> so, God. It was a different time. <laughs> um, it, like, uh... it, it feels weird to call something a different time when I was still, like, almost an adult at that time. <laughs> like, uh, is it really? I don't feel like I'm that old. Um, but mm. I, I, I'm. The mo the seasons since they they break took a break for for COVID has been so much better from a casting perspective and a diversity perspective of casting at least. Mm. It's like having a cast as diverse as Cook Islands without the stupid <laughs> uh, racial tribal divide. Oh um, god, my yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you you said that we must get many 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 applications that's generally not true uh <laughs> i think what happened was we just anytime one of one of the production posted on uh on reddit we would just be like hey everybody go upvote our reddit post and like you know you'd get 20, uh, right. people to go do it um which is great <laughs> and obviously it works uh to get people <laughs> to, to see us i mean it did for me <laughs> Um, keep, yeah, keep that strategy up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, you you applied on the fourteenth. I think the season started about two weeks later uh, in May. Mm. And yeah, I'm looking at like I when I, I talked to Gwyn yesterday, she applied on the twenty third. So like oh my only three or four days before the season started, and. Uh, eventual winner of your season applied on the 27th. And it's like the day before or something. Day before marooning. Jesus Christ. So, uh, yeah. It, there's a lot of right up to the last minute folks. Um, oh my God. Yeah. It wasn't silly like the last minute replacement. 
Yes, yeah, Sully was a our on standby person because yeah, he had applied right. in January of 2020 initially, oh um, and so like just his schedule was never ideal. Um, even this season, like I, I know you know he did well and got far, but like I know he, he did, had a lot yeah. of like scheduling things that kind of kept him from being as social maybe that he as he wanted to be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, I don't. Yeah, I'm quite surprised by that. Um, yeah, it's such a well, like a very fully realized. That's what I'm looking for. Like, Og, like each season has so much fun, and the law. I love a bit of law, um, and everyone. I feel like a lot of the alumni, like so many of them, have such good things to say about like this Og. Which I don't know. I'm surprised word of mouth hasn't attracted loads more people to it. Um, but then I feel inbred once you get people in one og that just spread to others and you have the same kind of group of people playing all the same ogs um but yeah i'm genuinely quite surprised by that yeah Mm. i mean it it, and i think this is the season was in in my eyes sort of a turning point in a couple of different ways but you know when we look at our first three seasons it was primarily pulling from one community that had no connection to any of the other online survivor communities yes <laughs> um and that's even now at least still 50 percent of our like devoted viewer base um and so now you know once we got to dark forest and summit and high seas and everything we have slowly been able to kind of like get our feelers out into a wider and wider uh you know we, we you know we have a lot of ties to red pandorg and yester oh yes and simviver and a bunch of other places and that those connections just kind of keep growing over and over time um yes but and i think the other side of it is as as fully realized as things are i think that i know i've talked to some people who had applied and uh and played that were intimidated by it and oh uh, particularly like a lot of the things that we do that are held live as opposed to over 24 hours can oh. be tough mm. uh, on schedules especially if you're not in a, in the states um <laughs> so it it does kind of stress a little bit you know i know when we did invicta we kind of tried to flatten things out a bit so that we could have someone like um like nivy play uh who was I think like eight, nine hours ahead of me, um, as well as mm. also playing with people on the West Coast. So it's like 12, 13 hour difference. Um, you know, it, it just, it takes a little extra work to to accommodate so many different time zones. And even people who are just differently available in the same time zones when you have, yeah. when you're trying to find like a 30 minute window <laughs> for oh, everybody God. to attend tribal council. Yeah, oh, I do remember a lot of very late nights doing st- <laughs> doing stuff for this, uh-huh. and like talking to people like two, three a.m. in the morning, and yeah, at least RDT was doing the exact same thing, but we must have <laughs> had like such massive panda eyes and everything walking around during the day. Oh, um, absolutely, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't regret it though. I'm I'm always a bit of a night owl anyway, but. Um, <laughs> But yes, I do remember thinking, oh shit, I've got to talk to someone at like 1am because they're not, that's when they're free and oh, kind of be asked, not really, but I'm going to anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you get the uh, 
uh, you get the acceptance letter or however we did it at the time. I think it was mm. just a DM that I sent. I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, then we're off. The season sets sail. Uh, you get your mm. first, you know, dropped into marooning. You get to see all these other people you're going to be playing with. Um, yes. Any first impressions that jumped out at you at that time? Um. Uh... I do remember thinking that it was like, oh my god, there's a lot of men. I mean, that's the case in most orgs, but I remember like going into this thinking, right, I'm going to get all the women, all the gays, everything together. Because <laughs> um, let's be real, women are minorities in most internet spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but funnily enough, not as much in this org, which is nice to see. Um, but I just remember thinking, right, this is going to be my strategy, I'm going to stick to it, and I'm going <laughs> to... Um, because I feel like a lot of the orgs have played in the past for one reason or that it's always the women who end up going first and so it's like right if we try and stick to that plan if we try and get that group outsiders together <laughs> that'll be fine so I remember trying to gravitate towards the women i think it was on my tribe to begin with it was like mini paula uh, yes paula mini mini ninja uh yeah you it was dano deadly yes devon flair gwyn and mason was your starting track. yeah so it was it was paula queen flair yeah i do remember um getting along well with flair very quickly that put me at ease a bit because i remember maroon and i was like oh lord what are these people talking about like <laughs> this is gonna be horrific um but yes i do remember talking to flair i think on the first day and it just clicked we had a lot in common we had a lot to talk about um, like outside of the game and it was just easy to talk she was easy to talk to and that was true throughout the game by large um, I'm going to see what my, what my confessionals say <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it yeah I, I remember being quite nervous I think this is again this is quite true my attitude throughout the whole thing I think I was on the back foot from the beginning, I think it was very conscious. That was very, di- I'm very different from most people, especially most people who play these kind of games. You know, like, um, you know, like I'm British. I work as a drag queen. I'm very gay. A lot of my pop culture references, everything like that, are also gay. Although I do like films and I do like horror and that kind of thing, but I don't know. I just felt I needed to try and um, fit in or find things in common to talk about with other people. Otherwise, I'd stand out too much. I'd not get along with anyone, and they'd just get rid of me. So I remember trying to talk to quite a few people, and just it wasn't going anywhere. I was like, oh, no, 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 this can't be happening. <laughs> um, except for Flair. I do remember getting along with her quite well from day one. Um, I do... I do remember, like... No, I didn't like Deadly to begin with. <laughs> um, that, that's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I do remember finding it really difficult to communicate with him to begin with. I think one of the confessionals literally says, like, talk to a brick wall, and that's how it felt. Um, I think it felt similar with Gwyn. I think Gwyn was busy at the time or something, and so we didn't really speak very much to begin with. Um, oh, So I remember thinking, shit, this isn't going to go well. So just whatever the first challenge is, I need to win it. So just so... I have a bit more time to um, really sort of connect with people, really get myself um, 
ingrained in this tribe, so they don't want to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like if you put your if you put everything into the challenge and you still lose, then I feel like to begin with, people aren't going to put a tag on your back because you know, oh well, such and such really tried and they did well. Um, so let's keep them for another one. You don't want to get rid of your strongest performers in the first one. Um, you want to get rid of people who are either inactive or did really shit in the challenge, or both. Yeah. So I was like, right, I'm just going to be active and do my best in challenge, and let's just hope that'll get me through, and then see where we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first challenge, um, as we've always done, is a 24-hour challenge, um, really yeah, trying to God. throw people in the deep end uh, first thing. Um, this version was steering the ship and you would basically check in for a 45 minute period you might not have to do anything during that period uh, or you might be uh, prompted with an obstacle in uh, coming up and then you would either have to steer port or starboard and based on that you would have to solve yeah i think at first it was just left and right and then as it got further the further the obstacles um the uh that's right yeah um yes because we had a vote for captains every round didn't we yes and flair was a captain for hours in this one yep and it didn't go off it didn't start well because she was late for the first one i vividly remember that yes i was like oh for fuck's sake we're gonna lose from the get-go because she's not there um Devin, I also remember Devin was the one at the at the at the wheel uh, when you hit oh. your first obstacle. Real, yeah, we hit it as well, didn't we? Yeah. Yep. Um, we did click on quite. I remember there was a couple when I was on shift, yes. and I think I was my first shift. I was maybe the second or third to encounter something, and I think the first one we hit. I remember my second one. I think we avoided it. Um. I can't remember how it worked out, but I'm confident, I remember we worked out quite quick what port starboard meant and what it meant when it was asking us to move. Um, but I do remember the first few hours, it didn't go very well. I was like, oh, God, let's prepare for the worst. Um, yeah. Oh, I've just found my impressions of everyone actually reading through my confessionals. <laughs> Should have had a bit further down. Oh, this is quite interesting. So, yeah, I'll quickly run through it. So, like for Dano, it said, Dano, how do you pronounce it? I, I say Dano. Um, Dano. I'm sure I'll talk to him and, and we can get oh, a definitive answer then. She probably should have done mine after his then, Christ. <laughs> yeah, I remember for Dano, it said, I, I felt like I didn't have much in common with him. Obviously, that changed. Um, same for Deadly, they didn't have much in common with. But I think for both of them, it warmed, I warmed them a little bit. Um, oh, Devin was just inactive. He was missing in action. I feel like that was true the entire time he was here, but he didn't really speak to anyone. Uh, yeah, Flair from the get-go was fine. Then Gwyn. Yeah, I think it's similar. Didn't have much in common to begin with, but um, I feel Gwyn was quite disarming in a way. I felt like it, she was very easy to talk to about anything. She was like a nice... The nice, oh god, she's gonna kill us for implying she's old. But like, she's like the nice auntie of the group. I don't know. She was just easy to talk to, and you felt safe in her presence. She was like a mama bear. Um, funnily enough, actually, it says here I really liked Mason. Um, and I found him easy to talk to. 
Yeah, I was quite quite surprised reading that back actually. Hmm. Although it was quite sweet, blessing from what I remember. It was, yeah, it was nice to talk to. Um, and Paula, oh, yeah, Paula. I think I really got along well with because we both felt very, um, like cows on ice. We didn't neither of us particularly knew <laughs> what we were doing or what we were getting into, mm-hmm. and we were just hoping, like hoping for the best and trying to get by on vibes. And st- yes. <laughs> hoping the cards fell in our favour. Um, yeah, so I remember, yeah, Paula getting along really well with her to begin with. And I remember the ship on, didn't we? We could just rant about any old shit. Because wasn't Dudley ranting about his ex or something? I remember reading like a massive wall of text. Jeez. Oh, I don't um, yeah, um, because you were alone on their thing and you couldn't talk to anyone else, have access to any other channels. Mm, yes. um, so people were just like stream of consciousness talking about any old shit. And Deadly in particular, I think, was talking about his ex and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this is quite juicy. Um, I remember talking shit about films in one of mine because I, I remember the time I really wanted Ruth Negger to get Oscar nominated for passing and she wasn't really getting anywhere. Yes, yes. And it was yes. really it was really pissing me off, so I ended up ranting about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, we all had to do a certain amount of shifts. And yes, I do remember staying up until like quite late in the night doing some of mine. Because I think, were there 45 minutes or an hour? 45, 45. Yeah. So it was cute. Um, I think I had it on my laptop and my phone so that way I could like listen to music and everything and also if something popped up I could just see it on my phone and I'm like oh shit okay um, I do remember Flair being very good as well she hit a stride in the being a captain of the challenge and she was there for most of them I think yeah I and think she was awake almost all night yeah she was very quick to when things popped up to act which was good. Um, I'm not quite sure how she balanced it because she was in something stupid. Like I can't remember. She was in a lot of orgs at the same time as Alliance. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I had no idea how she was managing it, but she was. Um, she might have been paying a personal assistant. I don't know. But <laughs> so yeah, I think to um, conclude that ramble, it was a rocky start for us. But we once we quickly managed to hit our stride and. From then onwards, I don't even think we made any mistakes after a few hours. No. It was Mm-mm. pretty easy sailing, pardon the pun. But um, Yeah. You, uh, yeah, we eked out the win, so that was good. Yes. Uh, you hit the first obstacle. Scylla hit <laughs> the second yeah. obstacle. Um, and then the Scylla hit the fourth obstacle. And those were the only times anybody hit anything. And yeah. that, was, that was the difference. Yeah. Who was the first person to leave again? So that um, was Jamal. Everyone remembers oh, yeah. Jamal. <laughs> now you mentioned it, yes. <laughs> I do remember Jamal. Um, he, he never showed up except for like random four-way comments, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that well. Uh, oh. Yeah, you, you, so your, your side wins the first challenge. You don't have to worry about being the first person voted out or anything like that. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah, that was a big relief. I think for everyone the first obstacle is to not be the first one out and so i was very relieved that I was like oh thank god i don't have to go to tribal um i'm not gonna be the first one out that's good that's yeah let's take it from here um <laughs> yeah yeah it gives you more time to 
get acquainted with everybody and find it your did. footing. But I think for me, I think I was very paranoid. I wasn't as paranoid as some others, quote, um, quote unquote, Hirsch, or <laughs> some others from Academy. Jess, God love her. Yes. Um, but I do remember looking too much into things, even during the challenge. I remember thinking that something Daniel said to Deadly, I was thinking, oh my God, they, they must be very close. Let's keep an eye out on that. And I just remember thinking, I was like, if Flair's talking this much to me, and it's really easy to talk to to me, then she must be getting along really well with everyone. So I remember in the back of my head thinking, yeah, she's probably, she. yeah, she could be a good ally, but she probably has a lot of plates spinning aside from you. So keep on your toes and be careful around her. Um, yeah, I was very, I second guessed everything and everyone, I think. And I think in the end that was my downfall. But even though I was safe, I do remember having, been like, mm, I, I, I remember just feeling unsteady in how I was mm. in the tribe, like where my position was. I think at this point I realised I wasn't going to be the first one out. That was going to be Devon. Um, but nonetheless, I remember thinking, oh, if I'm going to make it far, I need to be careful of some of these things and maybe try and get one or two of them out um, so they don't end up dominating the group or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was such a relief to be able to not have to think about drive and just go the next one and chill. Yes. And um, that was very nice. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's the that's the first hurdle. And uh, then you just kind of navigate your way to the merge, I think, is is what how I think of it as far as, you know, personal goals and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yes, yeah, so that was a big, big relief. Definitely. <clears throat> Uh, <clears throat> um yeah so next challenge was uh a big one for you in particular oh yeah god uh, so this was walk the blank oh uh, yeah kind of a a bit of a riff on wheel of fortune or hangman and yeah you were the captain for leviathan yes um i remember thinking i was like oh, if I should probably just get this out of the way. But like, everyone's going to be captain at some point. I felt like there was going to be, not a punishment, but at some point in the game that if you were never captain, something would happen. Or, and I felt like there's not going to be a challenge which is more down my alley than this one. So I might as well put myself forward for it. Um, what what about this was down your alley? Well, it was it was like a guessing game with words and stuff, wasn't it? Yes. Um, and like I was a trainee teacher at the time, and I was teaching literature and English, and I still I still do, but only as a voluntary thing now. But yeah, and so I've always loved reading. I've always loved that kind of thing. Um, just languages in general, even though God, I'm not fluent in any others. <laughs> um, but. So I was like, right, yeah. And like one of the big things we teach, especially teaching to people learning English as a second other language, is idioms. And so I felt like for idioms and that kind of thing, I was probably a bit more well-versed than a lot of other people because I was used to teaching the meanings of loads of different idioms um, to people trying to pick up English because it's one of those things to use them a lot more than I think anyone realises. And they don't have a different meaning than what the, the literal one and... I just, I think it helps people 
being able to use the language in day-to-day life, that kind of thing. So I was like, okay, right, let's give it a go. I do remember though, there was other people who wanted to go for this one. I think Dano, maybe? If I remember rightly, I think Gwyn volunteered people, and I think that really annoyed me. Oh. Because I remember, it like, I mean, it's still true to this day, I don't like people talking for me, or people... Um, like volunteering myself for things like I can speak for myself I don't need someone else to right. and I think she volunteered Dano I might be wrong um I was like oh fuck's sake I was like no that's annoying um so I was like, right I'll put myself forward for it and yeah um I was terrified but <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it was very close wasn't it this it was challenge it very was... close so you were the captain for Leviathan. Crystal was the captain for Scylla. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. <clears throat> essentially, we would post uh, an image of, you know, a phrase uh, with blanks representing everything. And then if nobody could guess it, I, I think almost all of the first images were just completely empty. Um, <laughs> we would just post another one after a minute, and that one would be worth less points, but would start to kind of fill in the letters as we went. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, oh yes and then you as virtue of being a captain uh every fifth uh prompt was only for you and crystal yes um there was four in total i think wasn't there i think there was 20 yes correct correct. in total and the first three i had no fucking clue i was like (laughs) you you got the first one oh did i yes that was message in a bottle okay yeah but I think it was someone on my team who might actually worked it out and told me. Maybe. <laughs> I do remember the first day, I had no idea, absolutely not. Um, and, oh God, I remember literally studying for this. I was looking up loads of different sites and loads of different terms and idioms and phrases, that kind of thing. And then I do remember reading about like coconut crab. And then <laughs> when the last one came up, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, this... I think all the C's came up. I was like, wait, this matches with something I know. And then I think a couple more letters came up. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what it is. And I checked because I remember Crystal had absolutely no clue. And so I was like, right, I'm just going to pay in, done. And then, yeah, managed to get the win. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from because I had, I was I was not good at the rest. Um, so, and yeah, I, I was... God, the pressure, because I think it literally came down to that round. And I was like, oh my God, if I lose, it's going to be on me. And, uh, but no, it went the other way. Um, the survivor god smiled in my favour. Poverty must have been manifesting good vibes for me. Um, and I managed to take it out. Although in the end, it didn't even matter, though, because Devin quit, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. And that was such, I feel like, a turning point. Well, wasn't it? I don't know. Probably not. But it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do wonder sometimes what would have happened because I think Zach was going to go if Devin had stayed, and so that would have changed. I think a lot of the game a bit lit further down the line. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, all that effort and shit myself was worth nothing. <laughs> but I remember being really annoyed that he quit. Like really, really annoyed. Um. I was like, why could you not just wait a few days until we lose or something like that? Uh, um, but nonetheless, these things happen. Yeah. Um, and he quit. I was a bit 
not just well, I was disappointed in a way because it was an easy vote. So it meant if we lost like the next one, it would be a bit more awkward, a bit more challenging to figure it out. Although at the same time, I do remember thinking like Devon and Paula were the most vulnerable in ours. So if Devon went, it was probably almost certainly going to fall on Paula. Um, and like, I didn't want that to happen because, again, I think she would have been a good ally for me down the line. But at that point in the game, I was like, nah, if she it falls on her, I'm not going to do anything. Um, it's not worth it. Right. So, but yeah, I was just annoyed. Um, I do remember this time as well, thinking that Mason was on the top of our tribe. Like he was the safest and he was going to sail through a merge. I remember thinking that because he got along so well with like me and he got along, I think he just got along well with everyone and everyone liked him. And like, he was young, he was like fresh <laughs> off the boat, literally. Um, and I don't think anyone had a bad word to say against him. And he was good at the challenge and he was active and everything like that. So yes, I remember thinking, yeah, he's probably at the top. Paulo and Devon at the bottom and the rest of us are kind of meandering in the middle. Um, with probably Gwyn a little bit closer to the bottom because she was... Um, not a micromanager, but oh, yeah, I think she liked to be in control of things and it started to get in my tits and I think it probably would have annoyed some other people at that point. Um, but she was someone I did want to keep if we did go to tribal or anything because, again, I felt like she would have been a very good shield and if she stayed, people were going to be not more annoyed and vexed at her than me. So I did want to keep her safe. Um, oh, but yeah. Devin ended up leaving. Um, yeah, he he messaged us. I think right af around after the challenge happened, um, <sighs> and so we told him not to say anything, uh, <laughs> so that no nothing was leak. And not only would the players uh, on Scylla attend tribal council concerned that they were being voted out, but that's the right. They went. Oh my god, I forgot about that. They did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but also the viewers would not realize that this is what was happening either. Oh. So they, oh, they yeah. didn't know until we we let him know as soon as uh, Tribal yeah, Council Jeff was needs, wrapping up. Jeff needs to get in your DMs for some tips, I think. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot they did go to Tribal. Yeah. That's right, because I'm saying that's how it ended up leaking that like Zach was going to go on that vote. Um, ah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember looking back and thinking, especially after the left, I was like, I think this was like the first major turning point in the game where mm -hmm. a bit like Al Gore and um, Bush, things could have been very different. <laughs> it just a, a small thing changed. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, because that way we would have had the advantage going into the swap, like with numbers. And had Zach left, I think it would have changed a lot of the dynamics. Definitely. Much further down the line. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, and, oh, yeah. <clears throat> but nonetheless, you can't think in what might have happened and what could have happened. Um, Devin left and that was that, and I had to get over it, even though I was really annoyed. I think a lot, I think a lot of us were really annoyed, you know? Yeah. Because we we tried, we did try hard for that one. I remember everyone pulling the weight in that one, and um, it was... It was very close and we felt like we did something really big and 
we managed to get two wins in a row. Our morale was good. They were probably really down in the dumps and were starting to shit themselves a little bit in case it was a swap. And it just, it changed it. It meant, even though we'd been dominating that until that point, it was an equal yes. playing field in terms yes. of numbers yeah. winning the swap. Yeah. And we were annoyed because, like, if it was seven and seven, so on one tribe we would be in the minority as well. So that was, oh, that was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone had an inkling there was going to be a swap, especially, I think, some of the players who had watched Alliance before have been like, there's <laughs> going to be a swap. There's, there's no way we're going to go any further and not. Because it, it was a pretty small cast. So they're like, we're not going to go to 12 or 11 with no swaps. It's going to be now. They're not going to wait until 12 to swap in 13. No one's going to swap for 13. So, <laughs> like, it's, it's going to be now. Get ready, everyone. And a lot of us went, mm, no, I didn't think there would be a swap. I remember that. I was like, no, it's only been like five days. Why would the swap? That's stupid. <laughs> um, don't be so bloody naff. Like, it's not going to happen. Um, and then we did. But yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because we had swapped at 13 the previous season. Oh, really? <laughs> with the same size cast and, and tribal designations. But that's all the more reason not to do it two times in a row. Well, exactly. <laughs> Keep it fresh. Um, um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. so this was wrapped all inside of a, an immunity challenge um, where the captains yeah. this time were Gwyn and Zach and... Uh, you, oh, yeah. you, you talked about Gwyn uh, volunteering other people and, and for captain or, or this, that, the other. Uh, and this in this, she got to actually pick who got to do what. Uh, <laughs> yes. So it all kind of fit pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. She did ask everyone where they wanted to be, though. I do, I do remember that. I yeah. do remember asking what I wanted did I want to be defense or offense? I was like, defense, definitely. Um, I don't want to, oh, I don't know. I don't, know, I, I don't think we knew what it was going to entail or what the challenge was going to be. But we knew we needed three attackers and three defenders. Mm-hmm. And I do remember asking, hey, wants to be defense? And I think me and Flair were instantly like, yeah, we want to be defense. We don't want to, we don't want to do that. Um, and... I think the others weren't as bothered. Um, and as I think she just delegated it from there. So it ended up being... That's right. <laughs> it ended up being... So it was me, Flair, Dano, and Gwyn stayed on... Shit, what was... What was, what was that? Le- Leviathan. Leviathan. Leviathan, yeah. Yes. We ended up seeing Leviathan. They ended up swapping over to... Scylla. Yes. And, yeah, this is where things got interesting. But I remember the challenge, um, I was paired with Sam's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to win. Because God love him, but he was he was not... It wasn't going well for him in the challenge. And he was trying to get the answer. And I knew what I think I'd worked it out pretty quick. I was like, well, I'm not telling them. I'm not going to... I'm just going to let him fail. <laughs> and he, he, for a long time, like five, ten minutes, he was just putting in answers that were really far off. Ooh. And I can't remember what the question was now. But um, let's see. he got it in the end. He... And then, oh, oh, I think... It was uh, the name of the three sub-channels that were active at the time in alphabetical order. And he <laughs> That's kept, right. He kept putting, like, <laughs> C-mail and rules and players only. That's and, it. 
yeah uh, these other things and he was including hyphens and um yes yeah yeah i remember now i was like oh yeah. my sweets i'm a child you're not anywhere <laughs> close to where you need to be <laughs> and we were the last couple on our tribe i think um before the challenge changed and we realized um this was our new tribes and we needed to do something else in order to win mm-hmm. um again i can't remember what that question was but i do remember we figured it out really really quick like once that bit came down and once that challenge once like the second part of it was revealed we managed to do it really quick and that was it again we managed to get immunity so for the third time in a row i was safe i didn't have to go to tribal or anything um yes. and i'd managed to get rid of someone i was a bit nervous about because i remember thinking around this time that deadly was such a threat again i cringe a bit away from the confessionals had it i had had it so ingrained in my head that like because i don't know i don't i think in my day-to-day life because i'm very different from most people and oh that sounds really cringe that gives off the <laughs> kid energy but oh, no, only because, how to put it, only because I think my experiences are a bit different from everyone else, let's put it that way. And, you know, I work in very queer spaces and that kind of thing. And um, I don't know, I felt like people would struggle to relate to me a lot. And so I saw people like Deadly and Mason and they were like, you know, all American boys next door. And they were quite, not traditional, I'm trying to, I'm trying to phrase it without implying that they're boring and dull, but they were quite easy to relate to and I think had mass appeal, that's it. I think everyone could relate to them and they were talking about relationship problems and there were, re- there were Survivor fans, like really hardcore Survivor fans that knew everything about the show and they'd all had, both of them had loads of orgs under the belt and they knew what they were doing mm-hmm. and they were good at challenges and they were good at socialising with people like me who in real life we would never pass cross paths and so I was like oh I really they're gonna go really far and everyone's gonna like them and I just had in my head that like if it's a final three and it's me Mason Deadly I'm getting nowhere because they're not gonna relate to me or connect to me I think I thought this game would be a lot more about who you like and who you get along with and who you want to root for than actually examining what they've done and what they've done to get there and what they've overcome. But I think in my head, I was like, if even if all those things are equal and I have all the same accomplishments as people like this, they're still going to win over me because mm. they're easier to get along with and people are going to want to root for people they can see themselves in and not, no one can see themselves in me. Or very few people that could probably see themselves in me are. So I wanted rid of them and... I kind of got my wish. They were sent over there, Mason and Deadly. Um, and Paula as well. And uh, I do remember thinking, I was like, that's it for Paula. Because uh, obviously we'd won. And I was like, nah, Paula's gone. But she's not winning. I mean, she's not going to survive this because she wasn't the most active right. on Leviathan. Um, but I really, really liked her. I was really... This is the first elimination where I was quite... Not upset, I wasn't crying over anyone because I mean, it's a game, <laughs> but I was like, oh, like that's someone you know, I enjoyed accompanying, I enjoyed a presence. Um, and you know, loving reality TV, she would have had a really good arc, a really good narrative, being like, 
fresh out of the boat, cow on ice, he manages to get to the end despite all the odds and bringing out all the experts. And I wanted that for her. I really did. But yeah, as soon as that happened, I was like, no, I'm going to get rid of her. And they, they did. They got rid of Paula was a third one to go. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, this isn't good. Because again, it meant a woman left. I was like, no, I want all the women that rally around. <laughs> all the gays and we can get rid of all the men and stump out that yeah um yeah so that was annoying you and... had uh jess sams and rdt come over to your boat that's why i have two seconds it's getting dark so i'm going to turn my lights on okay jeez Oh yeah, this is most depressing because it's like it's barely past four p.m. and it's getting dark. That's vile. Yeah. Oh. Mm, no, thank so we you. had. I know exactly. <laughs> I'm not living in fucking Greenland or some. Oh, I don't know. Um. Okay. Yeah, we had Jess, Sam's, and RDT, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. I remember like always getting confused with RDT's name and thinking it was like R two D two, and. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I was, uh, I felt like exasperated because I was like, oh, I spent so much time trying to get along with all these people, and half of them are gone, and I'm gonna have to start all again for the people. And uh, and then none of them spoke. I remember that. Like none of them opened any DMs with. Well, they didn't open any with me. I remember being annoyed. Um. So I was like, oh god, I just can't be asked to go through it all again with these people. Um. I think Jess was the first one I spoke to. Um, yeah, I'm trying. Again, I think she was quite quiet. Mm-hmm. There the wasn't much. We, what did we talk about? We did connect over something. It was art or something. I think she used to draw a lot of stuff, and she showed some. It was oh god, I could be thinking of someone else. I don't think so though. And so she used to talk about art and stuff and that stuff like that. But oh, this is cute. This is very nice and. She's sweet and yeah, but I think because they were so so quiet, as I, I mistook that for them thinking they were really comfortable and they had something in place for if things went wrong on this tribe. Um, so I yeah, um, and I wasn't I wasn't the only one who thought that. I think Gwyn felt the same way, but probably even more so than me. And Dano did too. And in the end. This is what led to especially my downfall. We were too paranoid and we felt like why were they being so why were they not like making any effort if they were in the minority? It did it it made no sense to me. Right. Um and it made no sense to the others either, I don't think. Um it was just bizarre. But I think you know, I think Jess and Sam's were I think Jess was very quiet anyway, bordering and inactive, and Sam's was um Sam's had mixed results. I remember I spectated him one not long ago when he was in early boot. And I think his record was quite mixed anyway. I think he was he could make it far, but he could also leave quite early. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, he didn't we I don't think really, it really connected with me. I didn't speak to him very much. I remember thinking he was quite sweet and he was nice, but I d I don't think at any point it crossed my mind that this is someone I wanna work with or something like that. Um yeah. 
I think we immediately just ripped them off again, which I think was a mistake. <laughs> we 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 kept them out, whereas mm-hmm. I think Scylla embraced like Mason and Deadly, especially. We didn't. We just, yeah, we just worked amongst ourselves, and that was that. And um, if they wanted a word in Edgeways, then tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was our downfall. <sighs> but... Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself there, but yeah, to begin with, they were all nice. Um, I didn't even speak to RDT much at the beginning. I remember I was I was like, I'm going to wait until they create one of me. I'm sick of making channels of everyone. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't think I warmed to him much at the beginning, but I think even after a day or two, I was like, oh, he's really nice. And we talked about, we had loads to talk about, and <laughs> we bonded over Silent Hill, I remember. And we talked about Silent Hill loads and um obviously he was British as well. I mean that's it's a stupid thing to bond over, but we did bond over I think like working in like in the middle of the night in order to do stuff and that kind of thing. Um yeah, we felt nice being like the <laughs> the diversity casts <laughs> to make the season international and worldwide. Yeah. Um yeah. I do remember being able to get along with him, I did. And I do remember thinking that I didn't want to get rid of him. And if it was going to go somewhere, it was going to be Sam's a Jess for me. I didn't really want RDT to leave. Um, but yeah, I remember it being a bit of a whirlwind, that challenge. And then we were safe and then we were processing it all and what it meant. And yeah, God. Yeah, it all, um, it all, it all happened so fast. And I, I can't even imagine... The, the sort of whiplash being inside the challenge of I have to stop this person and now I'm working with this person and all of a sudden we could be losing immunity and going with you know going to travel with people I don't I've never even talked to and it's high pressure yeah I mean this is what I did I liked about Alliance I think from the get-go is it was intense from day one um and it, it felt I think as much as probably the so as much as you can create that environment it I mean, I wasn't going to, like, shit in a bucket or shit in some sand, but, like, <laughs> it, it felt intense, and it was... Um, yeah, please, please I remember, don't do that. Yeah, I'll try. Um, but... Oh, God, what was I saying? Yeah, I remember... Oh, yeah. Every day that went past, I was like, oh, I've made it through another day. I was like, oh, I've made it through a week now, that's good, and... Oh, my God, another person's left, and I've made it past them, and... Every, like, every little thing felt like a little milestone for me, and... <laughs> It was nice to be able to work through it all, and yeah, it was. I do remember thinking it was very nice that I was able to get through the first three rounds and not have to go to tribal at all. Because mm-hmm. I think as soon as you do go to tribal, you start short. Is when you start can really start to slip up and make mistakes, and um, start to alienate people and fuck them off and piss them off and um, grudges begin to form. And yeah, so it was nice I was able to get to that point and be safe and secure and yeah just a vibe and <laughs> hope that shit was going down in the other tribe so it was a mess whenever we merged or anything like that um <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um okay so yeah like we said uh paula mini ninja voted out on the other side unanimously mm. oh okay um <laughs> And then that brings us to the lighthouse. Um, and so here, 
we we had done a challenge like this in our fourth season um the idea was you would send one person to the top of the lighthouse everyone else would start at the bottom and you'd solve yes. puzzles to meet in the middle oh yeah and so that person at the top was the captain and for your side it was rdt yeah yeah and he did really well didn't he i, I think i think so he's he's pretty good <laughs> at these these things he is um he's um he tries to bring you over with that cute picture of the duck but underneath <laughs> the surface there's a lot of brewing there's a darker side to him a darker energy yes um he did really well i think it was our end that did a bit shit we lost this one didn't we yes um, first immunity loss but i think was it quite close i have it in my head that it was pretty close it was let's see because because what ended up happening was once you'd solved because the captains got a special instruction that told them how to end the challenge and so ah, okay once you'd solved all 10 of the puzzles the captain would need all information from everything to cobble it all together and use the last command and when you did that you got a choice between ending right there or doing one more puzzle for a chance at winning uh, an advantage or not a, or like a reward as well but that time would get added onto your time the other Scylla did not go for that um, it took them about 45 minutes in total you your Leviathan did go for that I think it added like four-ish minutes to your time and mm. so you ended up at 57 minutes so the, that oh, didn't okay. end up mattering uh, so it would have been a little bit closer otherwise but uh no they they had you by about a good seven minutes seven eight minutes yeah <laughs> um oh yeah yeah i can't uh, puzzles are not my thing most of the challenges weren't my thing i'm being brutally <laughs> honest um but yeah um so yeah i remember feeling quite useless in this challenge at all I'm trying to think who did do well. I think Gwyn was quite good at this one. I think Dan well, was quite good. As well. Gwyn, Gwyn set out, I believe. Oh, she, did she? Yeah, she was the one who set out for you. I, if, um, she was, it must have been Dano then. I think Dano was quite good at this one. I think so. He was the one who solved the first <laughs> one uh, for yeah, you. Yeah, makes sense. I think Flair was okay as well. And then I think the rest of us were just a bit like spectators. We didn't have much of a clue. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on oh what was happening <clears throat> oh yeah um i do remember having fun with this one though i really did um but it just wasn't for me but, uh, yeah as with most of, this is my thing i knew going into this org like with most orgs challenges are not my, they're not my strong suit unless it's like i did one in the past where we had like write stories and that kind of thing and it was immense well, uh -huh. not meant, but I was good at it. I was good at creative <laughs> ones or designing things or things like that. I was good at like I think a lot of orgs the first challenges like make your tribes flag at that it. Yeah, I'm usually okay at that. I'm usually pretty good. And again, creative ones like writing and that kind of thing, I'm, I'm good at. Or yeah, but the, this was a different. The challenges were completely different here. Um, yeah, we we. Yeah, I, I think it wasn't until um, Invicta where we really started to embrace creative challenges, and I think we've done one every season since then, or sometimes uh, two. Yeah, <clears throat> but alas, uh, yeah. I mean, I knew it was coming. I was like, it's a fourth challenge now. We'll be doing extraordinarily well to win four in a row. <laughs> um, 
So, I mean, I was down, I was a bit good, but at the same time, I almost feel like it's almost a good thing to have at least one tribal under your belt before merge and things like that, because I, I think it helps you understand where you stand with other people and actually where alliances fall yeah. and who you can trust, who you need to be a bit careful of. And if you voted against someone or anything like that, it gives you a bit of time to maybe work through it or try and repair things. Um, rather than, because I remember we were quite a few days into this now, like maybe a week and a half or something. And I don't think I'd spoken about strategy to anyone, maybe Dano. <laughs> um, I think at this point we were very close, me and Dano. Um, and I, I was just, yeah, I was enamored by him. He was just so charming, so funny. So, I remember Dano being so, so funny. <laughs> and I just, yeah, he was so, we talked a lot. Nowhere near as much as a bird in Darcy or like bird in Jordan. Um, in Nexus Park, but yeah, we we spent a lot of time just talking to each other, me and Dano, and I don't think we ever explicitly said, let's take each other to the final, but I think it was deeper than that, Ryan. I think we knew <laughs> in our hearts that we were going to take each other to the end An and protect bond. each other. An unspoken part. <laughs> we were going to be the next Ryan and Meg, the next Meg Ryan. Um... <laughs> And yeah, I think OG Leviathan, we were, we were all close. I think the four of us got along well, even before the swap happened. Um, so we all felt quite lucky to still be with each other. And I felt lucky because I thought the four of us were going to be really, really tight going into Merge. And the others, even if we lost all the other challenges until Merge, it wasn't going to matter because we would just fought them out one by one anyway. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't think it ever occurred to us ever to vote each other out. I don't think there was much of a need to. I don't think we considered each other threats. I don't think we considered one of us to be so much more of a threat than anyone else that needed to be taken out. Possibly Gwyn, but I think for me anyway, and I'm not sure about Dano and Flair, but for me, I wanted to keep Gwyn because I knew she was going. <laughs> I knew she was going to annoy other people, and yeah, I knew that would go for her before they would come for me. Um, so I wanted to keep her around. And so yes, so for us, we went to tribal and I think we flipped a lot between who to go for and who not to go for. Um, and like I say, this was, I think the second major turn point for me in, in my game, because I think I can trace back my downfall to this tribal oh, no. because, well, yeah, because I think we, like I say, we didn't entertain voting each other out and we had the majority anyway. So we just didn't, we were like, why do we need even, to, why do we even need to speak to the others? <laughs> They'll just talk amongst themselves and tell each other what we're doing. So, and we'll keep them in the dark so they don't know where we're going with the vote. And if it falls on one of them, they won't be able to predict it. Mm -hmm. Looking back, that's what we should have done, but we were so paranoid because I think they were so quiet. And again, we mistook that for, um, Confidence. Confidence. Because I think in our heads we were like, well, they would have been voted out in the first round if they were really inactive and really... Because I don't think we were aware of how much of a meme Jamal was on our end. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, And we only had one person who was really inactive on ours. So we thought something was amiss. We thought something was wrong. Um, so as much as we should have voted out Chess, we didn't. Um, and we voted out Sam's. I mean, 
I remember Viewer Lounge being really pissed at that, but... <laughs> well, yeah, I think... I don't know, I, I you know, like, I don't know that there was... I, I remember them being fairly opinionated about this being the wrong decision, and I don't te- really agree with that. I, I, I think it's tough, because... Um, I felt I stand by this thought, like I do. <laughs> I felt um, that of the three people who came over, so Sam's, Jess, and RDT, uh, Sam seemed to be the most active, and mm-hmm, like yeah. that's just as dangerous as yeah. See, know, I think that was else. our reason in the end, and also God love him, but it was a bit useless in the challenges. <laughs> so we were like, "Are we going to actually? Is this going to hurt us in the next one? Probably not." Um. Funny enough, it did. It really yeah. did. Yeah. But I think at the time, we didn't know what was coming next. And we felt confident what we were doing was right. I do stand by it. I think, yeah, that is... Because I think in retrospect, the obvious choice was Jess. Mm-hmm. And if we could do it again, I think that's what we would do. But at the time, there was nothing telling us of what we were doing was really wrong. Or really um, the wrong, cho- wrong choice to make. But I think the way we went about it was probably wrong. We we kept them in the dark, and I think it alienated them. And especially RDT, I think it kept them at a distance and didn't understand why the, we just lied to them and didn't tell them anything for, like, a pretty inconsequential vote. Right. And I think down the line, it, it meant people at RDT and everyone were just a lot more willing to let us go when things changed. Um, which is why I can. Tra- I think I look, when I look back, I trace it back to this one because it could have been a chance. I think to bring them in closer. I think if we'd done it again, we probably would have brought Samson RDT in and said, "Look, Jess is really inactive and she's not really doing much. Let's just make it easy vote and get rid of her." Um, and then they would have been on our side, and things would have been better <laughs> in merge. We might have won the next chance, and mm, but. Um, but again, this is this is all in retrospect. So, at the time though, I will stand by it. I don't think we made that big of a mistake. Um, yeah, I'm just reading through the tribal now. I remember being terrified because again, we didn't know. We all thought they were being really confident, and uh, does this mean they're going to play something? Or and I remember there was a lot of memes made about this because we were so paranoid. Mm-hmm. and they were just taking the piss out of us, quite rightly. Um, <laughs> but we just wanted to cover our backs as best we could, and I think we were all angsty because we hadn't been a tribal yet, and we had no idea of what had gone down before or what was happening or if things had been found or what had come out in the early tribal. We were completely blind, and a bit of the game had already happened, so we wanted to be things super careful. Um and at the time, we all felt good about it. But yeah, looking back at this, probably could have went about it quite differently. How um, how was the... So yeah, your first tribal get to fully experience, uh, you know, the... I don't know, just the, the live nervousness of being oh, vulnerable and, you know, how... Horrible. <laughs> it was... Uh, I think because... Um, I mean, that's another... Um, stepping block as it were like you want to survive the first round and you want to survive the first tribal mm-hmm. you don't want to be you want to be able to survive the first time you're vulnerable 
because otherwise I think people looking from the outside in would just be like, oh, they were just carried there and they didn't do anything to get to where they were. They just got through all the challenges and then were dumped like a sack of shit when they were vulnerable. Um, but so it was, it was good to survive it. I was terrified. I was so, so nervous. I remember, and I don't think it helped because the Q&A session was long. It was like an hour. I was like, oh my God, please just let us vote and get this over with. I hated it. I really hated it. Um, I was so thankful when it was over. Really, really thankful. And I was relieved that, yeah, I survived the first time being vulnerable. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> you and the other original Leviathans all vote for Sam's. Sam, or uh, yes. Sam's and RDT vote for Jess. Jess votes for Dano, and uh, yeah, we say goodbye to Sam's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't read his. Let me. I haven't read his exit interview, but I'm curious to see. Um, oh, I feel like I'm going to be quite guilty reading through this. What does he say? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't seem that bitter about it oh <laughs> oh no yeah oh no actually it's quite bad i feel oh. yeah he, he felt hurt didn't he and he felt betrayed um oh mm, yeah yeah this is an uncomfortable side of it isn't it yeah but oh, um it was oh, i feel it was a nice it was a nice kid wasn't he it was very nice and he was. People, I do hope he comes back at some point in the future. Because um, I think that a lot of time has passed now, so I'm hoping he's like a much stronger player and he could have a really good narrative arc, couldn't he? Yeah. Um, like, well, I was a not a bit of a flop, but I was an early exit and now I'm here to win. And if he does win, that'd be really cute. Um, but yeah, I think... Bless him. I don't think there was much he could have done differently. Um, although, um, I think maybe had they told us you don't need to worry about Jess having any advantages or anything like that, you might have listened. <laughs> um, I think that's just me trying to pass the blame, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what would, uh, why you would believe him. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, but. Maybe, maybe if it would come from RDT, maybe. But even then, yeah, like I said, I've ex- yeah, we were just very close knit, the four of us, and that was it. it. I think all three of them were just equally as expendable to us at that point. It didn't matter what order they left in. We weren't gonna. And this again, I think this is our downfall. We didn't see a future. God, we didn't like see a future working with them in the game. I think we all thought. Deadly and Mason would reunite with us and we'd be cute. Um, obviously, that's not what happened. No. But um, I think we did start to click on to that not being the case. Because the, uh, the next the next challenge was the typing one, wasn't it? Yeah, heavy counting. And some of them, I think, was a Gwyn. I think Gwyn wanted us to throw it. Um, there was definitely talk about throwing the challenge so that Deadly and... Mason could get through and merge mm-hmm. safely. Um, and I think this was seriously talked about as a as a possibility. Because again, we were just thinking, well, one of them one of our T and Jess is gonna go. So 
why not throw it and let them get through? But I do remember at the time thinking like, nah, I don't really want to do that because a lot of time had passed. Like I think they'd spent more time in Scylla than they had in Leviathan. And I remember just thinking like, nah, they could, and I knew they were good players. So I was like, new no, because they could have just um, really built themselves into that tribe now and made lots of connections there. And they could very easily just choose them over us. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to throw it because why would I do that for people who would, it could just get rid of me. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I, I did. Yeah. That is one thing I do distinctly remember is the talk, like this talk of throwing it. Um, how do you, how do you feel about counting in general? I'd done some, yeah, I'd done something similar in the past. In one of my orgs years ago, I was, the first org I ever played was like, it was called Infivive or something like that. I don't know. It's, as far as I'm aware, it's no longer a thing anymore. But um, I was, yeah, I was very, very new. I had no idea. And I was, in, I, again, I was 10th out of 16. Um, and so I was invited back for a returnee season and second chances, I think. I remember being annoyed because I wasn't called for all stars over there. And. <laughs> A lot of people were upset that I wasn't called for All Stars there, but they're like, "Yes, Franken was like too low. He left too early to be invited back for that." I was like, "Oh, fuck you!" But um, <laughs> I was invited back for second chances there, and it was quite a long time after my season, so not many. And I remember the second chances cast there leaned towards the newer seasons, so not many of them would actually see me play. I knew who it was, or I think not. Um, blow steam at my ass, but I don't think many of them knew that it was quite good at socialising that kind of thing. But anyway, it was the last challenge before merge, and it was a counting one, and it was a tribal thing, and I was in the minority, and they were trying to throw it um, to get me out before merge, and I was like, nah, this isn't happening. So <laughs> I managed to do it myself, and I beat the other tribe just by counting myself. Oh, wow. Because um, it was a 24-hour thing. <laughs> so I just took out, like, two gaps of, like, two hours across the day, I just like I did nothing else and just spam numbers. Um and I ended up winning by quite a margin. <laughs> but so I knew I was quite good at it, but it, that wasn't time sensitive or it wasn't like um if you got a number wrong, you had to start again. I think we just had to copy and paste a phrase. It wasn't it was like a sentence you had to like copy and paste over and over and over again. It wasn't numbers. Oh, uh, okay. So I, I knew I was I'd done it before, I knew I was pretty good at it. I knew it was like a long thing. I was going to be good at it. Um, but yeah, I think it came out that it was going to be like quite, it was going to be over and done with quite quick. Uh, so um, yeah. So I remember thinking, oh God, I hope this is good at this. And the weren't from what I remember. Um, yeah. Like Jess never showed up. Jess, Jess was the issue, um, I think, that really sunk any chance uh so yes but then flair was out in like the first fucking round for god's sake and then it still gets me annoyed even now this is the thing like flair was out really quickly someone else was as well i was like, oh. yeah uh was the captain for this one Dano was, was your captain yeah and deadly was theirs yes and so um, you had uh five minute chunks of time and you'd count <laughs> initially to 100 and then every round the captains would assign 
chunks of 20 to people that they thought that they wanted to increase the targets for and uh, yeah yeah i'm looking at flair's channel right now um she gets to 70 and messes up then she starts over and gets to 100 yeah in the first round second round is where she makes oh right i thought it was the first round she bummed yeah Yeah, Um, 68 and then starts over maybe she gets this oh yeah gets to 111 needing to get to 120 and makes a mistake and then just runs out of time yeah someone else i remember left really quick too might have been gwen i'm not certain um so there was like three of us who left pretty early yeah i can't remember the other one it might be an idt who did quite too um (laughs) but it was me and id it was me and someone else probably idt that was the only ones for our tribe for quite a long time and then after quite a few rounds he left yes he made it to round six his target was 260 Um, yeah so i didn't last much longer after he left then um i do remember being the last one though but Mm. i remember it was closer it was closer than i thought because i think by the time i left there was only two people left on their end yes i think it was sully and oh i don't know maybe mason i can't remember yes mason and sully yeah, so I knew, so I was like, okay, I did all, I did all right, I guess. Um, but yeah, I was, we were all livid, actually, that we'd lost, because I think this is when it started to be, we started to realise that I should have got rid of Jess in the last round, and she was a dead weight, mm. and we'd done this to ourselves. Um, I also remember being annoyed, because like, well, what if they did just throw it and not tell me? Because they did shit. Well, <laughs> pardon my French, but they, di- they didn't do very well. I was like, I swear to God, if they just threw it anyway, I'll be so annoyed. Um, oh, yes. So that was that. Yeah. Um, but I do remember being a bit nervous because I was like, oh, come on, murder's coming soon. And I don't want them thinking I'm a challenge threat or anything. Because <laughs> I was the only one in mine for a little while. And my, my target was quite high. And it, even in the round I left, I did make a mistake, but I still managed to get quite far into it yeah. with um, my about making an error. Um, but you're right. I think Jess not showing up uh, put the nail in the coffin for us in that challenge. And um, yeah, <sighs> but and uh, so now back to back councils and uh, yeah, yeah here you just kind of remedy what should have happened the previous time i was going to say i feel like this was like really straightforward i don't even think i was nervous for this that's good i think yeah i think everyone was just like it's she's gone that's it there's no coming back from that mm-hmm. and we were all pissed i remember everyone was pissed like me and gwen especially i think were really 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 annoyed um gwen but i think a little bit more than me I'm, I'm gonna. I'm dying to see what she says about this challenge, actually, because um, we were, we were just, yeah, we were so, so annoyed. Um, because had it been Sam's, it mainly might not have done very well, but it could have been all the difference that was needed, and we could have eked out another win. And I'm, I'm yeah, I would have been very interested to see who would have left on Scylla had they lost that one, 
because I think at this point I don't think it would have been deadly or missing. Um, yeah, I think they did very well at managing to embed themselves in the tribe and make themselves a part of Scylla and not just two people who were plonked there and that was that. I think I think whereas RDT, Jess and Sam's were never going to be a part of our group, they managed to work themselves into it very well. Um, uh, I feel like my goal for all these things, it would have been, but I don't know. It, um, I don't know where their heads were, what likely would have happened. More than likely than not, I think Zach would have been at risk. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he got on people's nerves from like day one. I remember Maroon and he got on my nerves. I was like, thank <laughs> God I'm not in a tribe with him. But he felt the same way about me. I remember him saying, because I remember being really annoyed. But he, um, he said that. Um, but yeah, I would have been really interested. <sighs> if Alliance did a what if, I would have loved to have seen it for this round. <laughs> um, yeah. If I had a guess, if I had like a gun held to my head, he would have left. Um, I, w- yeah, I would lean towards Zach, you know, but I could say a world where either Mason or Deadly or any of them, because I think. No, probably not Sully. I think Sully was in a good spot. Who else was there? There was Crystal. Crystal, Moss, Sully, Mason, Zach. Definitely deadly. Definitely not Moss then. I can't say Moss going this early. Um, deadly. Hmm. Maybe Crystal. I don't know. I think. <laughs> I think Crystal. At least at merge, gotten quite a few people's nerves. Um, not because she was nasty or annoying, but I think just. Her choices made a little sense to a lot of people. And I just remember thinking she often focused on the wrong thing, was looking in the wrong places. For, yeah, but yes, I would have loved to have seen what would have happened in this round if they had got the tribe for this round. And it would have been juicier from a production point. It would have been because it was it was a boring tribal. I think we were all just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah Ryan, you don't really need to ask as many questions, but <laughs> she's going, let's just get it over with. No, um, that's, let's that's just true. fix what should have happened yeah. in the last round and get him out. <laughs> um, I think we embraced. I think we told RDT about this one. Yes, um, he, he did vote with you. Yeah, um, but again, I think first impressions count a lot, and we didn't train very well in the last round. We didn't, and yeah, I think it put. He was just cautious of all of us, and I think he was probably looking forward. <laughs> to merge so we could get so we don't no longer had to depend on us um but yeah this round was very easy and i think it was a one tribal i went to with this one where i just didn't feel any nerves because i was like yeah that's what's happening let's get it over with mm-hmm. boom done and then yeah we were on to merge yeah we uh, <sighs> had a yeah. had a greed merge um where so oh yeah yeah we voted for selfish captains, uh, which ended up being who did who who were they? Gwyn and Crystal. Oh, okay. Did did we have to vote in secret? Uh, I think officially yes, but I, but we could talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Did she volunteer for that then? I think I the way Gwyn explained it, she said that uh, RDT had volunteered for it, and that oh yes, was I like, remember now. Ah, I don't know about that. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So RDT had volunteered. 
that's just awakened something in me. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, no, 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 because I think we all knew merch was happening. And we didn't want him to have like an advantage over us because mm-hmm. we didn't want him to put us in a risky position right. um, or anything like that. So we, I, I think there's another thing where we alienated him. No. So I think we were trying to scramble which one of us was going to do it instead and Gwen put herself forward. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank God. I didn't really want to. I had no idea what was coming. And oh, I didn't want it to be a case of like, oh, well, the selfish captain's only one of them's going to make it through. Or, I was like, oh, I just... I think I learned in this song to not put yourself forward with a lot of things. You're only going to make your life more difficult. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't want to do it myself. I think Flair also, also ruled herself out. So I think it was either Dan or Gwyn who were going to put themselves forward. Mm-hmm. And it ended up falling on Gwyn. Yeah. So yes, we voted for Gwyn in the end. I think RDT was okay about it, but... We were very quickly like, oh, let's try and find a solution to this. Again, I think we were just too paranoid, you know. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> the raid. Yeah. Um, so what was going to, what ended up happening was uh, we gave, so before anything happened overall, we took the captains to a private channel. They had five minutes to talk to each other and then two minutes uh, afterward to tell us privately if they wanted to be selfish or not. Um, and so right. if neither of them mm-hmm. was selfish, it was like none of this ever happened. If both of them were selfish, then the next time they attended tribal where they were vulnerable, they would have a vote against them. And Ooh. if one of them was selfish, that one would be immune at the next council and the other would lose their vote at the next <laughs> council that they could vote in. Um, so this had nothing to do with the necklace. That no, we, completely we could, separate. Right. That's separate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't go over that then. <laughs> Neither of them were selfish, though, were they? Uh-uh. They were... No. So, like, nothing... Yeah. So we all got away scot-free. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then the necklace was, uh, I believe, 15 minutes. Everyone had a chance to kind of talk and be together in the <gasps> same channel. Give. Was this at, like, the feast? What, was it was it... like a feast or something, and we were all together... It turned into the feast because nobody took the necklace. Right. That's right. Okay. Um, yes. It's cause... been a year. It's been... <laughs> right, yeah. Because um... uh, taking it would have made you immune, but the catch was that everyone else would merge ahead of you and you wouldn't show up for a couple of days and you'd miss all that social time. Mm. I should have read everyone else's confessionals. I don't know if anyone seriously um, thought about taking it. Um, I didn't. I mean, um, I didn't want to take it because I felt like I was in a pretty. Good, I felt like I was in a pretty good position going into merge anyway. I didn't feel vulnerable, so I was like, "Well, what's the point? I'm only going to put a target at my back if I do take it." I do remember the merge channel thing. I was like, "Oh God, these people are still boring." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, this is horrible. What are they talking about?" I'm, uh, um, I was so I think I joked just like, I'm gonna take it just to get away from this shit for a few days. Um, yeah, I don't think from what I understood, anyone felt like they were gonna take it. I don't but think I'm, so. Yeah, no. But... Um, 
so, oh my god, so this lead on to naming the merge tribe. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel Fuck. about how do you feel about the name of your merge tribe? Oh uh, <laughs> Christ. Um I'm like lost for words and that doesn't often happen to me. <laughs> Um, it was horrible. What the fuck were they doing? I don't know. Um, what did we end up naming ourselves? It was like Hydrogen. Mm-hmm. Um, oh Christ! They had that like. It looked like someone had head planted the keyboard. And... Oh, you had a what was it? Uh, Il Josa oh, or something was. The propose- it was, was horrific. <laughs> and they were all like, "Oh yeah, that's." I was like, "Oh." Oh, please no. So I think it was like me, Crystal, and maybe someone else try to push anything else that would stick. Um, and Hydrogen Kitty was one I was really like rooting for. I thought that would have been camp and it would have been fun. And I remember Meg hating it as well. I, <laughs> I talked about my confessional hating it. Meg was like, it's like the worst merged like, name anyone's ever come up with. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, these people need to be stopped immediately. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh. But anyway, somehow it ended up shifting and we settled on Hydrogen. Mm-hmm. I think it was just the best I was going to get, or the best we could hope for with that group of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Lord. Mm. Yeah, so we had Hydrogen, and yes. Yes, so I think it was a little while before the challenge was announced. Well, no, we didn't have a challenge, did no, we? No, nobody was immune and you were all going to vote somebody out. You had, yeah. a, I think, a day off beforehand, but... That's um... right, that's right. We had a few days before, I do remember that. Yeah. And I do remember Mason and Dudley were, like, straight into the DMs. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God, that's a relief. Um, <laughs> but then, I think, looking back, they were just trying to see what happened when in the absence and how things, what had gone down, that kind of thing. Um, but at the time, I felt good that they were both straight in the DMs. Because, like, okay, I must have left a good impression on them. Um, I must have... They must think something of me if they've both come to me, like, quite quick, after they were after DMs had opened again. Um, so I was like, that, yeah, I feel good. I felt good. Um, I remember... I think on the same, quite early on, I spoke to Moss. Um, I really, really liked Moss. It was, yeah, she was one of my favourite people in the season. Um, and we talked loads. Mm-hmm. She was another international, she was another diversity. Because um, she was Canadian, like Dano was as well. Yeah. Um, she was she was amazing. I really, really, really liked Moss, I remember that. And I felt like it could have worked well with us because I don't think we were an obvious match. Like, I don't think people would have suspected that we were talking, like, constantly. Um, that we got along really, really well and we were really close. Because I think, like, after a few hours, we, we, um, I felt really close to her. I don't know how she felt about me, though. But I really liked Mass from the get-go. Um, and, again, another part of my downfall, I think I... Oh, it's a, to get deep, I don't... I think I'm my own worst enemy and I, I think I automatically see people don't think highly of me mm. so I think when a lot of conversations happened and they weren't going anywhere quick I just assumed they didn't like me and they assumed that 
it wasn't going to go anywhere or that I was going to be a target for them really quick. Like, I remember speaking to Sully and it didn't really go anywhere. And I was like, oh my God, this isn't, I failed. I've... My whole game depends on me being sociable and I failed. And, but then, like, I remember after the season, it's finished and all the channels had warmed up. He actually spoke quite highly of me and I was really shocked. <laughs> um, because I didn't, I felt like we, our conversation was like really dry, didn't go anywhere. Um, who else did speak to? Zach. I remember thinking he was a right, oh God, can it, is it, I hope he didn't listen. Um, I thought he was a twat. I really didn't like him to begin with. Um, because, you know what, his first message to me was like, I really didn't like him. He was a complete arsehole. I really wanted you out as soon as possible. So why would you begin a conversation like that? Like, I mean, just keep it in the confessionals like every normal does like, <laughs> bitch about me that's fine everyone bitches about people especially in these games but not to my face where you want to keep me on side and everything um but we bonded over a couple of things i think <laughs> we did he really like anime and i really like manga so we mm-hmm. kind of bonded over that but i have a weird thing i don't actually like anime i feel like that leans too hard on a lot of their questionable tropes and whereas manga yeah. d- doesn't as much, but I don't know. Anyway, we didn't manage to bond over that that, that little bit. So, but I still, I was like, I have to swear I'm gone. No one else liked him. Oh God. From what I understood, from, my, from what I could see, it didn't look like anyone else liked him. I'll be more diplomatic. Um, and who else? It was Sully, Crystal, Mars. Um, Sorry, I think that's <laughs> anyone else? Uh... I think you'd met everyone else at that yeah. point. I can't remember how I felt about Crystal. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to have quickly luck. CC um, Sully, yeah. CC Crystal. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember how I felt about it. Nonetheless, I do remember thinking, this is when I actually seriously tried to float that. I remember I went to Gwyn about it, and I was like, Gwyn, why don't we like, get all the, myself and all the women together and go from there? And Gwyn was like, no. Like instantly, she's like, "No," so that oh well, that's my like ambitions down in flames. Aww. I know I really liked all the women, yeah, because we had Flair, Gwen, Crystal, Moss. Yeah, I was like, "Why don't we do that so we can keep ourselves safe?" And because you know, orcs don't have the best reputation a lot of the time for for women getting very far, and we don't just want the straight men to get. Very... I don't know why I was so obsessed on this <laughs> angle, but I was. I wanted this to happen. I think it helped that I did actually like them all. And I didn't even consider for a second how they felt about each other. Um, <laughs> but I really liked them all. I really wanted us to work together. And yeah, Gwen was like, no. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Mm. I think Gwen was very adamant on it's going to be OG Leviathan. And that's what's going to happen. And um, I think she had convinced herself that was where it was going to go. Um, how did it end <laughs> up on Zach? Did is that who we settled on? That's the oh, that's let me see. On. <laughs> um, um, let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna see if I said anything in my DMs. Oh, um, oh, I can't, I'm trying to think. I do remember at this point. I was I was very uncomfortable and unsteady, and I just want. I think I just went before whoever said because 
I don't know. I think, again, I felt very self-conscious and I was like, a lot of these conversations aren't going anywhere. I've had Zach tell me that he didn't like me, which, I mean, how to put this, that's not to get pity. That was more just a case of, if some, if he doesn't like me, there's probably more people in there who actually don't like me. They're just not telling me. Or they're just keeping it down low. Um, so, oh, I just didn't feel that good. And oh, I think someone in production of a confessional that mentioned something like, like CC's not everyone's cup of tea. I was like, oh my God, does this mean like... <laughs> oh no. Does, does this mean like Lounge doesn't like me or like I'd gone, I'd spiralled. And so... I think it was Gwyn. From what I remember, I think Gwyn had suggested Zach because Zach had been telling everyone that Gwyn and Crystal knew each other um, in real life. Yes, I yes. think they just knew each other from Reddit or something like that. But they were both annoyed, but Gwyn especially so, because I think although they knew each other, they didn't know each other that well, or it'd just been a few conversations here and there. Um, so Gwyn really, really, really wanted Zach out and I didn't particularly like him, and um, I think like Daniel Flair. I think they were all okay with that too. So we're like, yeah, okay, let's go a bit. Um, is that how it ended up? Did it was it like seven four? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's right. So we all went with it, and it was Gwyn. And yeah, this was like crisis mode. Because <laughs> um, did you oh. have any any inkling that things were not on your side? I don't think so. I feel like I think in the back of my head, I was like, "This is going a bit too. This is a bit simple. Like, it should be a bit more. It shouldn't be this easy." I think I remember thinking, "I think something's amiss." Um, and so when it happened, I wasn't that surprised, but I didn't say I didn't say it was coming. I just there's something something's going on. I don't know what it is though. So. Yeah, when it ended up being Gwyn, I wasn't surprised, but I didn't see Gwyn leaving coming. After the fact, I was like, I'm not that surprised in a way because um, I think she was, I think Gwyn's downfall was trying to be a bit of a micromanager. I think she was really trying to drive where Deadly and Mason voted. And at that point, it was too far gone. I don't think they wanted anything to do with us anymore. And... um, that caused a lot of conflict, I remember. I think Daniel kicked off a lot at <laughs> Deadly. I think they, from that point on, them two, like, just feuded. I was really hurt by Mason, I remember that. I was really annoyed. Um, and I, I don't think I told him at this point. I think at this point, um, I felt like there was it could be salvaged from my point of view. I felt like I could make myself safe. And I was like, yeah, I understand. I genuinely, was like, I can understand why you would want rid of her. She was quite controlling, I guess. Um, you know, she had that relationship with Crystal. Um, I understand. I get it. You want these people out early and merge. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I wish you could have told me, but I understand why you didn't. I think I really tried to, to placate them into doing do Neville Chamberlain. Oh, God, that's not to compare them with the Nazis, fucking hell. But, like... <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, but I think <laughs> I think I tried to appease him um, so that they wouldn't target me the next round. Um, mm. And but to be fair though, I think had it had the next round not been a two-person immunity, I, I think I could have been okay. Um, I think I just really was unlucky. 
this round because I think the two people who people could have changed their minds about and targeted were both safe. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and then that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because that left, because we did have a challenge and it was really fun, I remember. Yeah, the the season's server challenge, the animal <laughs> rescue. Um, you yes. had an hour to collect as many animals as you could, and so each animal there were like multiple different like zones, and the method for uh, rescuing the animal was different based on the zone you were in, and. Mm. Um, so I yes. think the very first zone, the easiest one to gain access to, asked you to jump into a voice channel and make a sound like that animal. And then the further you got, the more difficult it was, more points it was worth, that sort of thing. <sighs> yeah. Um, and we were paired depending on who were captains when, weren't we? Yes. So, it was so I knew C- that was going to... Crystal. That's right. And it worked out quite good, didn't it? Because I think... Everyone was managed to be paired. We were all still together in the game still. And there was like two people left over who had never been captains. And that was like Flair and Zach, I think. Um, yes. Or, oh, uh, yeah. Not M- Mason and Moss were not captains. And Flair oh. and Zach were captains whose uh, counterpart oh, the first was one. eliminated. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, so I was paired with Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, we hadn't really spoken much until ugh, we hadn't really spoken to each other much up until that point. Um, I was indifferent, I think, to her. Um, <laughs> to be brutally honest, as much as I loved this season, I do remember at the end thinking that, like, I just not that I was fucked over by the cast, but I think a few months after down the line, I felt like I would have been much better on some of the other seasons. I think this cast leaned younger. And um, yeah, a bit, a bit. I think it's just. I do remember someone telling us one of the alumni comment who Darcy's boyfriend or ex. I remember him. Um, yes, I think it was like he said to me once that we would have done much better had we swapped seasons. <laughs> like he would have done much better on high season. I would have done much better on his season. I don't know how true that is because I don't think I've actually read through his season. But I think having a brief glance at who was in that one. Everybody was on. I, f- I was like, yeah, actually, I do like a lot of people in that season. I f- might have done it okay. Um, but yeah, my point being, I didn't like, oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't like a lot of people on this season. <laughs> um, I, did, I felt like I didn't have a lot in common with a lot of people on the season. Um, I did like RDT. I really did, genuinely. I enjoyed talking to him a lot. I really liked Mars. I liked Flair, but I always felt like it was surface level. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. And I like him. I did really like Dano. Um, but then a lot of misunderstandings happened about my tribal. Um, and I soured on him quick and hard. But aside from them, on Gwyn, I really, really liked Gwyn and Paula. Um, but there was like half the cast I just never gelled with or I just didn't particularly enjoy. Um, <laughs> but then it works both ways. It probably felt the same about me and that's fine. But so yeah, with Crystal, I didn't really know that well. Um, so going into the challenge, I was like, oh, God, okay. Um, 
let's get through it. We did quite well, though. We, yeah. We managed to delegate, I think. So she did certain areas, I did other areas. Yes. And we just did it that way. Yes. Um, And I remember we did, I think we were the only pair to actually find the hidden area, but we did it so close to the end that we didn't actually have time to go into it. We just found out where it was. Like, I remember, I think I found the bridge. Yes. And I thought, oh my God, the hidden area is going to be there. But then I think we were like 56, 57 minutes into the game and I didn't have time to go into it. Um, and even if I did manage to get into it, I probably wouldn't have been able to solve any of the things because some of them were quite tricky. There was one area where it took me quite a while to get through them. Um, yeah, The so the other side, so nobody ends up getting to it. Um, yeah. Each of them was worth 10 points in, and everything else in the game was three or less. So <laughs> they were very, very valuable. But all of them were... Um, uh creatures animals that were unique to or not unique but like uh specific to previous seasons that we'd pl- had um yeah i wouldn't and, have done well <laughs> but the the uh the strategies for them were uh so like the prompt for one of them was um while you were at the dock you gained a variety of commands that were strings of letters and so whenever crystal uh <laughs> pretended to be an animal <laughs> she got uh, a command to uh, rescue that animal, which was a string of letters. If you reorganize those letters in the correct order, it will tell you how to rescue the dragon. Oh lord! And then I don't each, any, yeah. <laughs> each section had the same thing. So every animal in the beach corresponded to a thing. Every animal in the open area—the rainforest, the woods, the river, etc.—all worked together using all those answers. So you. It looked, according to the sheet, you found and rescued every single animal in the woods. And so uh, each bot. So this one, I don't know. I'm looking at some of these and I'm like, I don't know how we expected them to actually get any of these answers. But um, every every single bot response in the woods had a missing letter in it that was intentional. And if you found and unscrambled all those letters, it would give you the command that rescued a Yeti. So, Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any way we would have got that anyway. I think you would have had but... to like, know where to go first. And then like you would have had to get to this bonus area very early. And... Yeah, that was that was an issue. We found it way too late. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, I remember being a bit good because we were second and I don't think we were that far off. No. You winning were, you were i think nine points behind dano and yeah Dano. so it was, was we were annoyed because i think both of us felt a bit vulnerable mm-hmm. and i think me uh, yeah especially so because i had a feeling going into it that like the vote was going to be in dano not me um i don't know how true that is actually but that's how i felt um and from our end i think we were very keen on getting rid of deadly um Oh, I, f- I, f- I felt as though he would have been someone we could have worked and probably persuaded people to actually get out of the game. Um, but both of those options are off the table at that point. And, oh, yeah, I was like, they're, they're not going to pick Flair, I don't think. I, I, I felt like it was going to be me, and it was. But I do remember trying to 
like do everything I felt I could in order to try and persuade people. I did try Moss. It was just a try. Oh. I felt like I spoke to RGT a bit. Um, yeah. I do remember at this point, <laughs> all hell kind of broke loose because I think Dana was kicking off at Deadly. I was kicking off at Mason. I was really, I was furious because I knew he was going to get rid of me. And I felt as though he was really duplicitous and really two-faced about it all. <laughs> I remember like telling him, I was like, you're not getting my vote or you're going to have to move heaven and earth to get my vote to end if you get there. Because like, I don't want to be a bitter juror. If he does play the best game and he presents his case well, I'll vote for him. And I stand by that and I would have done. But I was so angry. I was like, you're not getting... I was like, this... but it's pretty much as close to zero as it can be. And I knew that got him because I remember reading later on he was annoyed that I told him that. <laughs> or that he felt by sending me to jury, I would like talk shit about everyone else and ruin his game. So I think it worked to a point in maybe trying to get him to reconsider his chances. Um, but yeah, I remember Donald, I think, tried to move heaven and earth to get the thought onto someone else, anyone else. Um, Reed, I tried Crystal. I remember talking to Crystal a lot. And I think the only person she was willing to change to was Zach, because I think she was still annoyed about last round. Um, Sounds about right. And so I think we like, whole, like focused on that and try to get, see how as many people we could to get Zach out because it was annoying everyone and no one particularly wanted him. Oh God, I, mean, I really hope he doesn't listen. I think no one particularly wanted him around. He was just kind of there because he was because. He wasn't particularly a threat to anyone, and I think everyone felt like they could beat him. So he was just kind of left there. And I, I remember a lot of comments in the in the lounge thinking that there was a the the expiration date on trying to get rid of Zach was like fast approaching, and if it, if, if, he, if he didn't get out then, there wasn't going to be a chance for anybody to take him out because, yeah, like you said, th- they'd want to take him to the end. I think we honestly, I think at that point we'd already passed it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think Crystal was the only one who was willing to vote for him. Um, the rest were all kind of very cagey when I mentioned the vote to them. And I remember being really frustrated because I, I felt like there was, I was doing, to my point of view, I felt like I was doing everything I could to try and stay in, to try and get the vote to go anywhere else, literally anywhere else, except for Flair, Dano. I mean, <laughs> except for Flair, because Dano was safe. Um... And nothing was working, and I was getting nothing back, and I just felt really down about myself because I I felt like I've got one of the best social games left, and it's not it's not doing anything for me. I can't, no one's bending or no one's shifting, um, and it's like, well, what was the point of having a good social game because it it hasn't helped me at all, mm. and there was nothing else I could do because the. The commands was one thing I wish I could change because I, I didn't do much exploring. Um, and I wish I had done because it's such a compelling part of the game and I've watched it in futures in seasons after mine. Um, but I think I just wrote it off, wrote it off because, ugh, because I just it was a bit beyond me and I wasn't getting anywhere with the few times I did. Mm-hmm. But and no one had any advantages at any to, to help me or... And this is why I was like, I think it traced back to Leviathan 2. 
because RDT wasn't going to do anything to keep me around because we'd all been very cold to him. And um, so why would he help me now when we didn't help him then kind of thing? Um, and oh, yeah, I just remember being annoyed. And then the nautical council happened and I knew the writing was on the wall because Sully said something like this boat had been planned for a long, long time. I was like, shit. It made me feel better in a way because like, there was nothing I could have done to change it. But it hurt. It did hurt because it, it was, I, I generally felt I wasn't the right choice. I was like, why are you getting rid of someone on the bottom when they had like a seven-person alliance or something? Yeah. I was like... In my head, I was like, you, you, you're going to want to get some of these people out sooner rather than later. Like, and you're not going to have the numbers to do it if you get rid of, like, me, Gwen, everyone else. So you need, I was trying to tell, like, everyone, you need to, like, consider your options here rather than just get rid of someone at the bottom because that's the easy choice because you're just going to make life harder for yourself in one or two rounds. And sure as fucking fate, that is what happened for a lot of people. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, I just don't. I felt like I did try everything I could have done. Um, but yeah, reading through Nautical, I was pissed, so pissed. Because, like I said, everyone was. I remember a lot of people telling me, yes, I want to vote for this person. Yes, I would like to vote for this person. Yes, I want to vote for this person. But I can't. 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 Yes. Oh. I was like, why? Like, why? So many people have said that. I think Moss had said that to me. Um, I think RDT had hinted at it or something. But I didn't Crystal as well. So a lot of people like on the fence anyway. As like, you've got a seven personal lines, so a lot of people already saying the one flip. It's like it's not going to it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. So why they were so committed to it, I do not know. It's it's frustrating because like it's either one of two <laughs> things. Either you're either if you if you truly believe that you want to vote for somebody else and you're just not doing it, like that's that's i don't know i feel like i hear that and see that all the time and and then you're like you know you look back two votes later and like man i really wish i'd gone the other direction or mm, did the other thing this this is a thing i don't know if i don't know if people had regrets about my vote or not probably not but at the time well it's yeah well i think and then because the other side of it is either if you don't actually believe that and you're just saying it because you think like it'll placate you know you or whomever it is like it's it's one of the worst um like i don't no, know lies you can give to yeah. somebody it's just, it's, who uh... is it those really hypocritical <gasps> crystal crystal said to me and it was like she said oh if i was getting voted out i'd would, I would want people to tell me knowing the vote was on me and she didn't tell me mm. i remember after the season i was so furious at that i was like you absolute asswipe like why did you not <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't. I, I remember at the time. I don't think people were trying to pity me. I could be wrong. I did get the vibe that like a lot of people were generally frustrated with the whole like seven person alliance kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they didn't particularly like deadly dictating what was going to happen. And what, but he was immune, so fair enough. Um, but that vote, it did just felt like I felt like deadly just pl- picked a name out of a hat, and everyone was going, going with it. And that was that. And there was nothing anyone was going to do to change anyone's mind. I was like, well, why is all these people listening to him? Um, and so, yeah, and I left. But 
me and Daniel fell out uh, just before it because he said something that I completely misinterpreted and to this day I feel horrible about it but he said something like uh, I have to check the channel he said something yeah. like um, he said just on the wrong side of the numbers um, it was one of the last messages that I'm going to find it it was one of the last messages sent and it really that was it and I wish I wasn't, he said, I wish I wasn't so loyal to you. And I was like, I was really, really, really fucked off. Oh. I, was, I was really hurt by it. Because um, I was like, what? I was like, what? And obviously, there was a vote against me. For, and I assumed um, that Dan would end up voting against me and not Flair. Oh, um, okay. So I completely soured on him from that point. I was really mm. upset. That was, I think, one of the few things in the game that actually did hurt me on a personal level. I was like, I thought, I thought we got along so well and everything, and then I was just to turn around and say, like, I wish I wasn't loyal to you. Mm. I was like, what? I said, what? Um, and then I think it was, my emotion was quite high anyway because I knew I was, I just did, I didn't need to hear that as well. Yeah. Like it just felt like twisting the knife a little bit. That like it felt like everyone was happy to see that back of me, and. So I was just, I was upset by that. I was just upset at the whole thing. Yeah, and that was that. That was it. Mm. Um, that was the end of my journey. You um, you go over yeah. to join the jury with Gwyn. Yes. Um, what, yes. Uh, had you been, I don't know how, how often you'd been a, a juror before this? Um, yeah. But I don't know, what, what's your approach to being a juror and... How do you kind of figure out what you're going to do from that point on? Yeah. Um, the thing this is especially why I was upset because a lot of the times when I've played in the past, I've been able to get to merge and then I'm like one of the first boots at merge, usually because I'm quite sociable. And so people don't want me to go any further because they'll think no one will want to vote me out later on in the game. Um, so they usually quote it as, oh, but he was such a good player. I said, well, no, not really, because I'm always ninth or tenth. <laughs> like, I've only made it like four or something once. I've never made it a final tribal cancel, but I've made it close once or twice. Um, uh, so I was annoyed that once again, I was an early merge boot. Nonetheless, I think I played better than I had previous times because I do, not to, again, I don't know if I'm right about this or not. I felt like I was just quite unlucky. I think I was unlucky. I was people were immune i think it was lucky that it was two people who a lot of people were annoyed at anyway i was lucky that i was second so it was, it was probably a, people might see me as a bit of a challenge threat i don't know um i did make mistakes i'll own up to them how we handled seller wasn't good and it i should have pushed back more and i should have tried to make more connections deep connections and talked game more um, and with other people and try to be more strategic with other people um, rather than, yeah, but I felt like I was just a bit lucky with those particular aspects. But I felt like overall I played a pretty decent game. It just, that one day everything went wrong. Um, I'd had just one of them been safe. I don't, I'd like Dano also been immune. I still think he would have left and not me. And had Dano been immune but not deadly, I probably still would have left, but I think it would have been more interesting. Because mm, yes. a lot of people's frustrations 
from that bound were aimed at him. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Crystal, Moss, a lot of them were annoyed at Deadly, but he was the one who was safe, so they couldn't do anything. <laughs> um, so had either one of them also been vulnerable, like any other round, I could, I could have had a more of a fighting chance, I think. Um, but no, the way it fell... Yeah, people. There was no other obvious choice, I think, for a lot of people, except for Zach. But Zach was not much of a threat to anyone, um, which made it just quite easy. It was an early merge vote. You don't want it to be too um, eventful, I suppose. So I think it made it easy easy for a lot of people to go right. Yeah, it's on him. And then that was that. Um, but yes, going into jury. I I was so annoyed, and um, for for all those reasons, um, I was annoyed at Dano, really upset, and annoyed at Mason, annoyed at Dan- just, um, but yeah, I was like, right, I'm just gonna, because there was a lot of game left to play, and I wouldn't see quite a lot of it, um, I wasn't really going to pay much attention to what other jurors had said because they would be better, and I didn't like a lot of them anyway, so I was like, I'm just gonna see what they said, FTC. And go largely just base myself off that. Um, and, you know, if Mason and Deadly get there and they've actually controlled all of the game and they've done everything right, then I would vote for them. Um, but they were the two I really didn't want to vote for. Really, really didn't want to vote for. Um, well, Deadly is the next one out, so... Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, this hurt again because I was like, oh... Had I survived that round, Ugh, yeah, I could have, you know, it could have been me and me and Dano who orchestrated that. However, I don't. I think Dano generally was a better player than I was, and I think people were more willing to listen to him than me. And had it been me and not him in that round, probably would have been me to have left. To be honest, but he was the right person at the time, and he managed to orchestrate it all. And I was over the moon that he'd managed. Well, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was annoyed at him still, but I think deep down I was happy that it wasn't Daniel Flair who had left. Um, but, oh, God, it was funny. I remember me and, <laughs> me and Gwyn just kind of ignored him, and pretty much all of Ponderosa at that point was just me and Gwyn slagging off deadly. I don't know if he could read it all, but if he did read through it all, then it, would, it wouldn't have been a fun read for him. Because um, I blamed my illumination on him. So, was really, so when he came in, he was like, oh, I wish this said this. I was like, oh, because like, <laughs> yeah, you weren't willing. I don't know. I just wasn't willing to listen to him. I was like, oh, I'll go off. Um, <laughs> so me and Gwyn just chatted to each other a lot. And is that how Shiva called it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she she said that uh, she remember when, especially when Deadly showed up, that uh, she said that he, he just wouldn't stop talking. He had to kept keep telling everybody how he was the reason that they got voted out um yeah he was (laughs) he was one person like even after the season ended how to put this again he's another one i hope he doesn't listen to mine but um i think there's very little self-reflection i think he thinks he was a much bigger part of the season than he was like i remember that at one point months later someone had talked about who would make it under the (laughs) under the dvd cover for and he was like, I should be front and centre almost because, you know, it's such a big part of it and blah, blah, blah. I was like, hmm, hmm. To a point, yeah. But 
I, he's one of the people you know for like every, oh, sorry for like a return east only because I feel like he sh- he showed everything that he could do. Mm, um, okay. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I feel like there's a lot of more people in our season, especially because if there's a returning season in the future, <laughs> and you've got like eleven, twelve seasons to pick from, there's not going to be many from ours from high seas, and there's a lot more people from our season I think who have a lot more to show, um, and have a lot more to offer, or could do things differently. Um, but he's not one of them. Sadly, <laughs> I think he showed everything he had to offer in think, high seas. I think the <clears throat> I think the only thing I would say about that is that um if 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 he hadn't been voted out when he was i I think he was Mm -hmm. on the rise of being like the person on the center of the cover and if he gets (laughs) maybe one or two more votes through like i i think he would have absolutely dominated the the screen time um you're not wrong but the bit (laughs) side of him is like oh bugger off right (laughs) But no, you, you are correct, definitely. Yeah. And... But he didn't. No. Nope, yeah. Thankfully for me, he was booted <laughs> off then in ninth. Mm-hmm. I was over the moon when he left. I must admit, I was so happy. Because <laughs> for like a week and a half, or like a week or something, he had been the cause of like our downfall. Yeah. Of like uh, mine and Gwyn's downfall. And he had made life much more difficult for Flair. He was like the one person in the game who was actually, no, I don't know. I've, I was. <sighs> It was a weird thing. I feel like my elimination, I could really try to reach out a flare more. Um, but mm, I don't know. I, who, who did the one? Who was the rune for at that point? This is the thing. Not many of them. <laughs> um, RDT because he left a nice message when I left. Um, I did want him to do well, and Moss as well. I did really like. Still do. I'm a big fan of Moss. Um. But yeah, point being, he did make it like difficult for a lot of Leviathan too when it came to merge. So I think a lot of us were quite bitter that, you know, I think me and Gwyn were especially bitter because he was a big factor of us leaving. And Dano and Flair managed to recover, so I think um, they were less vexed. But yeah, yes, it was very nice to see him go. <laughs> but Gwyn was right, you know, he did talk a lot about how he was done wrong and how xyz and you know i've just said right okay whatever moving on <laughs> yeah um zach's the next person to join oh was he eighth yeah. right he comes in eighth. yeah i was quite surprised because i felt like he was going to be dragged to the end i felt like he was going to be the goat of the season um was that kind of pushed like nudged by everyone else to the end but he did have a way about him didn't he um <laughs> He just annoyed a lot of people, and I think people just got tired of it. Yeah. And I think after the deadly vote, I think people wanted an easy vote to go through. Um. So a bit like how if some actors and actresses film like really intense dramas, <laughs> or they'll do like a comedy or something. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit like the equivalent. Yeah. I mean, they just wanted an easy ride for that one. Get in touch with Adam Sandler and put me in his next movie or something. Yes. Oh, Judd. I don't know how to pronounce his surname, actually. Mm, yeah. I don't know. He's gone downhill lately, though. The bubble was shit. I've seen, like, 60 films this year, according to Letterboxd, and the bubble is, like, 56th Oof. on the list. I hated it. I really didn't like it. But, um, 
yeah, I think people just wanted an easy vote, and it was a not. <laughs> I think he got on, he got on people's nerves, and why not get rid of him? Because I don't think it was anyone's close ally. No. Um, so I don't think people when his name came up, I don't think anyone was like, oh, no, let's move it somewhere else. I think everyone was like, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, him and Deadly were chatting a lot, and I think they were both quite annoyed by the votes and. Me and Gwen were like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then... And then yeah. Crystal. Oh, she next. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. Crystal was annoying. I found... Well, no. I really like Crystal after the season, but in the season, I found her really bloody annoying because she did what she wanted and she wouldn't really listen to anyone else. And if she made a decision, that was that. That's how I felt about her anyway. Um... And a lot of her choices were confusing and my, from my perspective. <laughs> I did feel like it was a matter of time for Crystal. I don't, I didn't think she was going to make it far after I had left. Um, I think everyone got the sense that was, this was like a first game or something. Or yes, I think it, it was, was. Yeah, and as a result, she was still getting to grips and learning the ropes. And, um, but, oh God, I feel quite <laughs> brutal, but I feel like a lot of people left level almost i think a lot of them are quite used to what they're doing and they knew what they needed to do to get ahead and crystal was kind of left behind and she had rubbed people the wrong way and yeah i think she'd rubbed me the wrong way with my vote and um i know she'd probably, i think around my vote she'd annoy dano as well because she was budging mm. and i think dano tried to explain to her that she was on the bottom of her group and it wasn't in her interest to get rid of me because she would be quite, she would be eliminated soon afterwards, and she was. Yes. Um, not to sound like a smug arsehole, but yeah, she was another one who was like, told you so. Told you you were going soon. And she did. Um, so yeah, she was, yeah, I wasn't shocked that she came back. But she is the one person I think would, I think would have a lot to offer if she came back, because I... Again, this was like her first org, and she did do quite well. I think I know she's done a lot of stuff with like Red Pandog, and yeah. I think she's done some others and like some non-survive orgs too. And you know, I think yeah, she would have a lot. I think for that experience under her belt, she would have. She would be interesting to watch again. Like from a production standpoint, I think she was someone at <laughs> earmark. Yeah. Like maybe for All Stars one or two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only sick because I love. Obviously, being a drag queen, I've known people who have auditioned for like Drag Race UK and Drag to Learn, this kind of thing. And it, it just fascinated, it, it fascinates me, the process of like how people are, are cast for these kind of shows. And especially when it comes to like all stars and returning seasons. And um, oh, I just love everyone speculating who's going to come back for it and why they'd be a good choice. And even if they're early out, they'd be a good choice because they've done this outside of the show and everything else. So when like high seas was had been and gone, I was like, ah oh, well. I think for me, I think the biggest ones I would I thought I would like to see back, but definitely Crystal for that reason. I think Gwyn, because I think Gwyn was so dominant up until she left that yeah. um she would be interesting to see have another go at it. I feel like unlike Dudley where um he had shown everything he had because he was in control of the game for a little bit. Um, Gwyn wasn't really, but she was still quite dominant. 
And had Jean been able to control some votes and had things gone differently, I think she would have been such an inc- interesting character um, and like a formidable force. So she's another one I think would be like so interesting to watch again. Um, and I think she's also someone who I think God love her, she could either bomb it and like be the first one out in the tourney season or win. I feel like there's not much in between. Um, <laughs> either she'll get a foot and run with it, or people like nope and don't want to be controlled by Gwyn, get rid of her. Um, who else? I think, uh, well, Moss, of course, Moss. Um, yes, because I think, I mean, we'll get on to FTC, won't we? But I think she just kept things a bit too much on the back burner. But actually, she did do a lot this season, and I think it was the social game a bit better, and she was able to have stronger ties with people. She could have easily won, I think, so... Actually, had another go. I really think she could win. Like she could be a dark horse for another attorney season. Yes, and <laughs> from a personal point of view, I would like to see Dano again because, yeah, and, uh, it was such a gut blow that when we won, I think we won best conversation or best DMs. Yes, yes. And at that point, we we weren't speaking because he was really upset reading through uh, Ponderosa, and I was still upset at him. Um, it was months before we spoke again, to be honest. Um, yeah, but we do speak every now and then, and yes, I would like to see him come back. But I think that's just a um, he was probably the person I enjoyed the most from a personal point of view. So I would like to see other people enjoyed. I know <laughs> that was worded quite poorly, but <laughs> I think from an in- entertainment point of view, he could bring the drama and he could bring the joy. And he's so funny that, yeah, I would like to see him. I guess who was it? Sully after Crystal. Uh, Flair was after Crystal. Oh, why did they get rid of Flair? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which one was she? The tenth one. Yes. Sent sent six six. Uh, I remember she was kicking off at her eleventh. 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 She did a me. She was like lashing out everyone. At her. <laughs> tribal i think so somehow she must have known the vote was going to her yeah um, i i remember distinctly that she uh, a few times had expressed like the feeling that like people weren't taking her seriously um i, I think, mean yeah i think that was aimed at zach uh for the most oh. part but I, I could be mistaken um and uh yeah yeah yeah, to be fair though, I think she wasn't. I think me and Flair were kind of. <laughs> I think we were quite sociable and we were quite. I think we. I'd like to think we brought a lot of entertainment to the season. But you I think did. From a, you absolutely did. I think from a strategic point of view and challenge point of view, I think there was a lot to be desired for both for the two of us, not just. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I remember being quite surprised because, like, I'm surprised she wasn't dragged to the end. I feel like a lot of people at that point of the game probably would have beaten her because she was in the minority for a lot of the time and from what I understood it was Dano who kind of orchestrated the deadly vote and um, but again for lack of a better word she was just kind of there for a lot of it I think she was a bit of a spectator for quite a few of the votes I could be wrong though but from my from the way I saw it it looked as though that was what was happening so I was kind of surprised that she left because so, huh, she it, could have been. It's a little, uh, it's a little tough to 
be involved as involved as you might want to be if you're also in like yeah god bury that bury that um Um, so i remember being surprised that she was so annoyed because you're right she was wasn't probably as present as she could be but yeah in in the same sense i was surprised she wasn't dragged to the end because i think a lot of people left would have beaten her um so yeah i was quite confused i I should probably read it but i decided to get rid of at that point um, but yeah, I do remember this one. I was like, this is the first one I was quite shocked at. I was like, huh, it doesn't make much sense, but okay. <laughs> um, especially when you had people like Dano who was still left and like Mason. Um, I think they were like the two biggest characters, mm-hmm. um, the two dominant forces. And now that they both got through unscathed, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but then, like I say, I think, I think a lot of the tribals this season, a lot of people were confused at why that happened. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I was a bit disappointed to see her. Mm. Not completely surprised, but I think, yeah, it was, didn't make much sense to me. I didn't remember that. Uh, yeah. So next was Sully. Yeah. I, did, I, I wasn't very close to him. This was, I haven't mentioned before, but like, I didn't like pursue him when it was my tribal. I didn't think he would even entertain the notion. But I think reading back on it, he wasn't. He was. He wasn't that sort of it. I can't remember. But I do remember him saying. I remember he thought better of me than I thought he. Than I. God. He had a better view of me than I realised. Um, I probably should have perceived that more. But he was okay. He was cute. I remember thinking he was more of a force in the game than he, he perhaps probably was. Because he was protected for quite a lot of the game, and because he was quite quiet, I assumed he was doing a lot of things in the shadows and um, <laughs> orchestrating a lot. I don't know how true that was, but I don't think he did a great deal behind the shadows. Um, so yeah, it was another one where actually I think had he been turned at the end, he probably wouldn't have won anyway. Um, so yeah, I was quite surprised that you left. I was, I think, I was quite surprised that like Dano and Mason, especially, were kept on getting through all these votes. Yeah. Um. Very surprised because Dano managed to get out deadly and turn things around completely from being on the bottom. And a lot of people liked him. A lot of people in the jury, I think, they didn't realize a lot of us had soured on him in the jury. But from their point of view, I think a lot of us who had left at the point in time had a good view of him. So I was like, I'm, I'm shocked he was left. <laughs> I'm shocked no one took him out. Um, Mason as well had, well, actually, I think people probably were missing it and annoyed a lot of people. But I was surprised he was left around. Um, I can't remember how if I thought RDT was much of a threat or anything. Or Moss. But not so, yeah. But them two especially were surprised but kept on making it through. Um so he was fifth, wasn't he? So, yep. And then Dano was voted out in the last one, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, so Mason and, won immunity. Fire, didn't it? Yes. RDT and, and Dano it... competed with oh, fire. Lord. Yeah, and we all wanted RDT to win. <laughs> like everyone in jury wanted RDT. Because <laughs> um, you, you mentioned, um, you know, you keep mentioning, you know, Mason and Dano were the bigger characters, I guess, but. 
I, I didn't like RDT is going to end up kind of winning this in a landslide. Like, where you did know. that build itself? How did that kind of manifest in your perception? I think, I think probably saying that I think because Mason and I think Mason and Dano had orchestrated a lot of things, but in the process, like they had pissed off a lot of people. Um, whereas I think when it came to FDC, I think RDT laid out exactly what he did, and it was it was persuasive. It was good. He, I mean, he, he managed to navigate Leviathan too, when he had very very little power. But he still managed to make sure he wasn't voted out. And he was the only one from Scylla to survive that. And he was able to lie low and he was still able to be strategic. And I think, I can't remember you know, what he actually said. I think it came out that he managed to do a lot of things, that specific points in the game to be able to make himself safe and to get out people he wanted to get out. Um, Moss also was really persuasive, I remember that. Um, she had a lot going in her favour, to the point I nearly changed my vote. <laughs> but I'd already sent my ballot in and I couldn't really be asked to change it. And I was a bit worried that Mason was going to win. I don't know why. Um, and I didn't want it to, like... I didn't want to be a Ralph Nader. I wanted to make sure <laughs> who I wanted to win was going to win. Um, <laughs> and I liked IDT a lot. I really did. I would. I was happy that he won. Um, and so I, I, I felt like... Even if it did change the vote to Moss, she wasn't going to win. So what would be the point? Um, but she can't save her vote, bless her. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We we should have. I think and Jerry were so annoyed at each other. We didn't actually plan how we were going to do. <laughs> Final try. We just kind of spammed the channel, and we, there was no coordination whatsoever, and we just let loose on them, and they were overwhelmed, and it was a mess. Yeah. But managed to get through it all, and <laughs> I think a lot of us kind of knew where we were going to go with our thoughts. I think, because yeah, it was RDT, Moss, and Mason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the perception kind of was that Moss hadn't really done much. Before FTC, anyway, I think the perception was she was just in a character. She didn't really do a lot. She was kind of social, but not very... Um, she did like the bare minimum I think to get to the end was a lot of people's perspe- perception um, there was oh, RDT yeah I feel like RDT and Mason people had good opinions of them and I think people realised they'd come through a lot to get the, you know Mason had to go through Scylla too and RDT had to get through and that kind of thing and you know Mason flipped on his vision I remember thinking at FTC that Mason was like the weakest of the three in presenting this case and trying to persuade us and that kind of thing. Um, Moss was probably the best, but I think it was too little too late. And RDT, a lot of people read. I think RDT, a lot of people, everyone, everyone wanted to see him do well. And whereas with Mason, he pissed up well, you know, because I've quite a lot of people. And with Moss, Yes, she played a really good game, but no one really felt that strongly about her, I don't think. Um, I really liked her, but I was a bit annoyed that she didn't do anything to try and help me out. Because I felt like we got along really, really well. And I felt like she was someone I could maybe depend upon and try and flip, but she didn't. Mm-hmm. And whereas she could have done more than like RDT, I think. 
I think she had more influence around the time I left to try and do things, but she didn't. And I think a lot of the time she just let people get voted out or she, you, do you know what I mean? I think like, yeah, yeah. And as a result, the cost was no one, I think a lot of people liked it, but no one particularly was rooting for her. With RDT, everyone, just everyone liked him and wanted to root for him. And I was over the moon that he won. I must admit, I was really happy. I felt like he was such a good winner. Yeah, but to this day, I think he's one of the best winners from the seasons I've watched. I think he's, um, although obviously I'm biased, but I think he's the best winner because Nexus Park was a shit show. My God. <laughs> and like, I didn't view, yeah. I think was it, I didn't view the small one. I did Spectre Espionage, but not as much towards the end. But I remember, I think a lot of people were a bit like, oh, at the winner there. Um, it was a bit of a left field choice, I think. Am I right in this? I think the viewers thought it was going to go somewhere else and it didn't. Uh, Wreck? Yes. Uh, Who won though? It wasn't him, was it? Wreck won. Oh, Logan was hey. second. And j right. was third. Who the hell did we think was going to win? I, I swear, though, a lot, I remember thinking, anyway, I was a bit like, oh, okay. I know. I think a fair few thought Logan could have done it. Um... I know hmm. M went out fourth, and a lot of people thought if she that's got to right. win, she would have won. That, that's it, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. I remember thinking, um, oh, because she had all those annoying people in the lounge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the M stands. <laughs> the M stands. But, yeah, I think, I, I feel like that wasn't as much the case of high seas. I don't think anyone was particularly robbed or, like... Dana wasn't going to win if you got to the end. Um, and I don't think anyone else would have been RDT. Whereas I think with Espionage, like you say, I think M would have won had you got there. And with Academy, yeah. Oh, Academy was so good. However, I think at a certain point, <laughs> I think people were just happy to be there. Yeah. And <laughs> a little bit. So it wasn't as much as a shock when, like, Brando won. Um, so, yeah, I'll sing RDT's praises <laughs> until the end of time. He, he was worthy of nearly sweeping it. Yes. Um, was it Zach who voted for Mason? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would... Yeah, he's just such a sweetheart. And I do remember liking him a lot when I spoke to him. And we had so much to talk about. And he was one of the people one of the few people I genuinely really enjoyed and liked um, and still speak to a little bit now and then after the season um, so if there's ever an all winners or winners at war <laughs> like 15 years down the line then I'll be in his corner waiting for him <laughs> yeah definitely yeah uh, and so RDT 7-1 uh, mm -hmm. tied Still tied for the record of most votes received. Uh, Who with? Uh, with SF from season oh, four. Right, right. Um, yeah. Both had juries of eight and won seven to one. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then and then we get uh, you know this this weird um, the the moment of time where you as one of the people who'd been in the jur uh, in Ponderosa the longest, you'd spent so much yeah. time still like sequestered in this world yes. without mm -hmm. actually being able to like interact with people in a meaning in a very 
substantial way, um, you get let loose. <laughs> the bubble mm-hmm. bursts. You get to read back on things if you want to do that. You get bombarded by thoughts, questions, and opinions uh, from the viewers. Yeah. Um, and you also just get to like talk to these people who you've been playing with in a far less dramatic and pressurized environment. Yeah. Yeah. What, how how was that transition and how did that go for you? Oh, frightening because I, whenever you've released, I've been released before and you type your name into the search bar, <laughs> it's always mixed. Um, but I was quite happy. I was quite surprised that there wasn't a lot of negativity i think at the beginning of the game people were more uh, viewers i mean were more mixed on me Mm -hmm. um but i think as time went on and i didn't feel the need to be as like i think from the out the gates i try to be as visible as possible and try to make the connections quickly everyone was like quick i wanted to do things quick um so the first few days i was like very in your face but i think once things quieted down and um yeah i was quite i was yeah i was very happy to see that a lot of people took well it's like i said i have an enormous sense of humor it's very dry and very and that doesn't translate well to i think quite a lot of times when i played with americans it doesn't it's very hit and miss and um, normally with australians it's it's the best they, they seem to get it the same for the brits and um, but yeah americans canadians have played with in the past don't tend to get it as much and i think i've been an awesome funny um, um yeah so i was very happy to see that people it's taken a like to me that, yeah um, uh, quite despite... quite substantially uh you know we already sort of touched on you winning viewer favorite <laughs> but like despite all my despite all my benton and everything that, that managed to pass it um, um... I commented on how that was a fairly close, very, very close vote. But mm-hmm. you won funniest player, which was very much not a close vote. Oh. Shucks. <laughs> uh, you won player that they most that the viewers most enjoyed getting to know this season. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of my talks are quite self-level, but I do remember with Moss... I think we both talked a lot about ourselves quite deeply. Because um, I remember, even though we were, me and Moss were only together for like a few days, we talked a lot. Yes. And we, yeah, I think we really opened up about ourselves and we trusted each other and stuff. And I know with Dano, we talked a lot about our lives and just opened up. We'd, I don't know, I felt like, we, especially around Dano and Moss, we were just ourselves around each other. Um, and... Yes, I think obviously everyone was able to say that. And yeah, I think with Flair, we'd, we'd, I found Flair so funny. And we had a lot to talk about and enjoyed her presence a lot too. Um, she was wild, but I liked her. Uh, yeah, so I was overwhelmed to win a lot of these things, I must admit. Yeah. Um, you were voted the player people would most like to see play again from this season. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I would love to, you know, I'd love to come back. However, my only, like, concern is <laughs> people took to me well this time and I left the season and people had a good opinion of me and the only way is down. It's like, oh, no. 
Oh, I'll edit it in. And yeah, I think I've had, I think in life in general, I have very high expectations for myself. So if I ever did come back, I'd want to win. And if I didn't, I'd be heartbroken because who knows? It could be my only chance to play again or anything. So I want to make sure I would, if it did come back, I'd be able to do very well and not flop. Um, <laughs> but I would love, love, love to come back 100%. Um, but this is the thing. There's so many other people in the season I'd love to come back. And although it might be better if there's not many from ours because I feel like I'd get too played with before. Um, which, funnily enough, it wasn't much of a thing in the academy. Um, no, much, really. really. I was quite surprised. Um, but I feel like I would definitely <laughs> gravitate a lot more to the high stakes players. Um, well, depending on who they were. Um, but yeah, I would love to see, especially Dano come back, especially Gwyn. Um, RDT, of course. If winners are going to be coming back for All Stars or anything. 100% RDT needs to be there. Um, and Moss too, yeah. There's a lot of, I think, I think our season has a lot to offer for the returnee one. Um, not saying that others don't, but, <laughs> well. Of course, of I mean, course. Nexus, Nexus Park has a lot of controversial people. I'm not being funny, I wouldn't, I don't want to see a lot of them back. <laughs> I think they would make things interesting. But yeah, if I saw some of them back, I'd be like, right, I'm off, even bye. Or like, Quinn. <laughs> See you later. Um, oh, but the rest were all nice that I've seen. And oh, like Brad, um, Brad's mum, Bramble. Um, oh, she needs to go. Was she Nexus Park? Yeah. Oh, she was right. Yeah. Yeah, needs to come back. And Waxler, and Court, and um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was very overwhelmed though when a lot of it. Um, especially because I was out quite early. There was still like half the game left to play when I left. Yeah. Um, so that people remem- remembered me is either, you know, a good thing about me or the rest of them were shit and they just kept all the boring ones around. I think it was a bit of both. <laughs> but, um, oh yeah, it was very overwhelming to, because quite a few people like the viewers were in my DMs afterwards. Um, I was quite surprised. They would treat me like a pseudo-celebrity. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so it was overwhelming. And yeah, a lot of them I still talk to a lot, like Penny and mm. um, yeah, just, yeah, it was, it was such a good community. I feel like there was a lot of folks, there's only like a handful of people from each season actually stick with it. But I mean, it's not only there's not that many of my seasons stuck with it, but most of the seasons, like pretty much the whole cast has come back to watch the next one. And it's nice. It is. It's very nice to be able to see these people again and again, like RDT. Um, even, if don't, even if they're listening, even if I don't speak to them too much, I do think a lot of them. And um, I do look back on the season very, very fondly, even if it didn't go my way. It was so much fun. And yeah, I was glad I was able to make on the season. I was glad that everyone enjoyed it. Everyone enjoyed me. Yes, they um, did. And yeah. Although I do I do want to see Meg come back another season, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she's got the ins with production. Um <laughs> it would be fab to see her come back. <laughs> to be able to play with her, that would be the dream. Oh my God. Um <laughs> but 
I think she would enjoy enjoy that as well. <laughs> yeah, ah, oh, it was just the best. I don't know how high season ranks in terms of like how good a season it was compared to the others, because um, I feel like it's very different when you're in it as compared to watching it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I thought it was a good season. I liked it a lot, and yeah, it's holds a special place in my heart. I must admit, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it it definitely it it was entertaining. I enjoyed it as a host. I enjoyed it as a viewer. Um, I think. Yeah, but you said that for every season, though, Ryan. Well, obviously, I do, but yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I I think the one thing I think where the season faltered a little bit was, and I don't know that this is really a fault of the cast as much as it was just a kind of an amalgamation of things changing and, and us doing things a little bit differently, but was the, the, the world and the sub channels and everything. Um, mm. Cause we definitely took a step in a new direction with how we set them up and how they were, uh, you know, we had an entire, um, uh, sequence I guess would be the way to phrase it uh, thing where it would change from one day to the next so on one day where you were was on this you know you would take the robots out to an island and on the next day you yeah. would take the robots somewhere else and all this stuff and so we were trying to do a lot of new and different things and some worked and some didn't um, some things we were kind of limited and hindered by with what we could do with the bots at the time um, oh yeah and so yeah that that's was tricky on its on the side that is my one regret it's not engaging more with the sub channels and the bots yeah. and that was my own fault but i just didn't i didn't really talk to anyone else about it i don't know why but i just I didn't get very far with a lot of it so i was like oh fuck off when it was being i was just like frustrated i was like oh I'll piss off then i'm just gonna get by on my own and well that was a mistake wasn't it but um, well, I mean, in the end, all turned out okay. I, like I said, I think, had, I honestly think, had Dano left at mine and I'd made it further, I would have probably just been ninth or something anyway. Um, I think I left probably the right time for me. And I need to get my experience in my belt, though I haven't actually played an orc since this. Oh, wow, okay. But yeah, they're just so um, time-consuming and I don't have a lot of time. That's, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I feel like if I'm playing an org, I like to form myself in it completely and not just half-assed. Um, yeah, I would love to play another one. I'm hoping around like New Year and a bit onwards, my hours will be better and I'll be able to manage actually getting some in. I feel quite bad because I've applied for like three seasons of Red Pandog. Oh. <laughs> and every time I've been like, I'm sorry, I just don't have the time. Sorry. Um, but, oh. I wish I knew more people in real life as well, because I'd love to play a blood versus water one. Um, like, uh, people in real life who also like this kind of thing. But, yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll <laughs> end up marrying someone who also really likes this kind of stuff. Oh, here's hoping. Um, <laughs> and, like, have Mr. CC on, like, season 16 or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Amazing. <laughs> God, can you imagine? Um, someone who could put up with me would be an interesting character, definitely. Um, <laughs> but, 
yeah, it was a, it was an immense experience, and I'm really looking forward to see what everyone else say about it all. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to sitting back, cracking up, and like maybe Malibu. I don't really drink that often, but if I did, I would have Malibu, <laughs> and just like enjoying listening to what Quinn has to say, and yeah, oh, I can't wait for RDTs. You know, oh. really excited for that. Yes, I. <laughs> I what was I doing? Uh, RDT ran one of the private games we did for our private lounges one season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually think we finished because <laughs> I think we left it off on the very last thingy. But anyway, uh, at one point I was on a voice co- or a video call, a voice call with him uh, as he was kind of going through like what he had planned to do for it and all this kind of stuff. And I remember at one point he told me. Uh, he he kept he kept apologizing for like going off on different tangents and and not being able to like explain things well or things like that and i was like oh that's okay like this is i'm just i'm i'm preparing myself for the uh interview we get to do that's going to end up being 10 hours long and he laughed yeah and, uh, i'm i'm really excited to get his perspective on things and oh my god 100% um I'm also I'm, I'm looking forward to the Nexus Park ones. Oh Jeez. lord, um, because that was oh, it was messy, wasn't it? It was quite, um, quite messy. It veered into uncomfortable messy, but messy nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of good characters from that one came to be. Um, oh, like Waxler, he was on that one. Yep. Uh, Bird finally got to play in one. Mm-hmm. Love that them um, and Court as well. She came really. She. Yeah, yeah. Um, ah, yeah. But for this one, anyway, <laughs> I'm dying to hear everyone. Although, Christ, who knows what we'll end up saying about? <laughs> oh, hope they haven't spoken about me the way I've spoken about someone. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it's not personal. I swear to God, it was how I felt in the game. But yeah. <laughs> um. um yeah i mean i think that's kind of everything from the season i don't know if there's something you can recall that we haven't touched on or no nothing i can think of you know i think we've gone through everything for finecom you mentioned a few times about you know being a viewer in the future seasons and and watching Mm -hmm. what what's it like for you uh you know we've we have a lot of people who play who've been viewers before they've played and yeah uh, I think far less common for people who are viewers after they played than beforehand. Yeah. But for you, you know, having gone to play, like what what is when you watch other people playing the season? Do you how do you, how do you view them? How do you kind of judge them? What do you what do you see when you watch them yeah. do things? Yeah, it was interesting. I think when when Nexus Park came about, because everyone is really passionate and. It was easy to just get caught up in everyone else's enthusiasm for it. And um, it did make me realise that there's so many different things I would do if I could play again, like mainly command hunting and things like that and what to look for. And actually, it's probably a good thing to be versed on at least the overview of what has happened in each of the previous seasons because it can sometimes help you out in regards to like command hunting, but also it gives you a better idea of what kind of challenges are going to be coming up or that kind of thing. I don't regret what I did. I think it was, I liked going in totally blind. 
but I think it has helped. I think the people who have viewed the game and then played have pretty much always done much better than the other way around. Um, like Bird and Waxler, for example, did really well in Nexus Park because mm-hmm. um, they're both either known people or watched a few seasons beforehand. Um, so they knew what was coming up. They knew what kind of what to expect and what to look out for. And yeah, it was in it was interesting to see how passionate the viewers <laughs> got about certain decisions and how like protective they've got of um, the like characters in the game. And mm-hmm. um, people really didn't like it when people were spoken to in a bad way, or um, got really passionate. And yeah, like I say, Nexus Park was the first one to watch. Probably not the best one <laughs> to watch. Uh, um, right after being a player, um, I say that you know I'm chatting shit about it. There was a lot of good things about Nexus Park. I felt like um, so many good characters like Bramble. Like who would have thought she would be such an integral part of that season and do so well mm-hmm. um but i loved her i adored her i really want her to come back um her and bread coming back in the same season would be immense oh, Lord. <laughs> um but i would be team bramble sorry bread but i would be team bramble for that one that's and, valid yeah and that was nan taylor season two yes and yes they were such big characters and i want it <laughs> if there's ever third chances and I would like to see Taylor come back because he's such an interesting character to watch. Um, it, yeah, it's interesting how varied the characters are thing in Alliance because you have some, even though they've never seen Alliance before, they've, they've played other orgs and they're big Survivor fans. But Alliance seems to have a thing where they attract people who have no idea what any of this is. <laughs> and it, it, it's always interesting to see how people react when they're thrown into this without knowing anything about it. Um, funny enough, they tend to do really well too. They tend to be the people who have played orgs before, think they know what Alliance is going to be like, and then realise it's quite different, and then they end up leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always tends to be people who navigate it completely, going in completely blind, or have watched it before, who do well. Um, so yes, I would recommend, <laughs> recommend if people are going to play in the future to do one of those things. Either avoid everything, or really absorb it all <laughs> don't go in with like preconceived ideas because it doesn't work um but yeah it's it's such a good community to be part of very close-knit which is nice and like i said i don't actually <laughs> i don't really keep in touch with many people in my season much anymore but that doesn't mean i don't like them i don't think about them more. i do really it's nice to see some of them pop up in the servers and things and see them join the new servers um it's always nice to see like rdt and dano and people like that pop up and make comments. I said, oh, um, yeah, nice to have, <laughs> nice for a lot of them to be still part of it, even if it's only a little bit. It is. Because, yeah. yeah, I do have that, like, kinship with them for my season. It was a special season for me, and I hope it was for them. So I do think a lot of everyone, pretty much, that I interacted with, even if I've slagged them off here, even if I was annoyed at them. <laughs> It's seeing the names pop up everywhere else is nice. It is nice. And I was gutted when there was no one from High Season Academy. Mm. I understand though why, because a lot of them were inactives who left, but it would have been lush to have seen like Paula or Sam's or it would have been great to have seen them. Because especially High Season, there was a quite a bit of time for Academy, just seeing how they could have grown 
mm-hmm. or how they would have done things differently because it was a lot of the new season then of Bowman Academy. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So it would have been high seas. We were like kind of in the middle. We weren't like the early days, but we weren't fresh either. So it would have right. been nice to have seen if there'd been it. Because I know Sam's has done quite a lot of work since. So it would have been nice to see how we would have fit in and how we would have done. Although, like I say, what season people are from didn't have like any weight for Academy, which was interesting. Um, but I think that's a side effect of everyone is quite close in like the hub server. And, right. you know, those kind of things just don't influence how people but um yeah yes very happy to have been a part of it all we were we were absolutely uh it was a joy hosting you oh shit uh, thank you and you know i think one of the things i i i've always thought that as far as you know returning seasons are concerned i'm typically of a mind that if we don't need to do it we shouldn't because I would rather have more people have a first chance than for people to get a second generally generally. Mm. and I don't know I've I've always kind of in my head had the the sort of doomsday scenario of like oh it's gonna it's gonna have to be soon and every once every and every time I I felt that it's always been like no we have a couple more we we can we can scrounge up a few more (laughs) few more people and keep this going a little longer um and we eventually it just kept going until we got to the point where like we decided we wanted to do a returnee season and didn't need to um and that's probably the best way to do it though isn't it yeah i really think so and And give the time it needs and dedicate it to it not that you wouldn't anyway but it's nice that you didn't think, oh my god, I'm going to die. Let's try and do this to base up the pins. It was, no, it's time to do yeah. it. Yeah, it's kind of like when, a, nice. it's like when a TV show is able to like play itself out on its own terms rather than just get cancelled. Um, yeah. It gets a proper finale. Um, and we got a proper exactly. returnee season. We planned for it. We knew it was coming. It went off almost probably, you know, I don't know how we really thought it was going to work, but it was a really good season. I really, really enjoyed well. the kind of, Yeah. Probably my favorite one to spectate, I think, out of the three I've seen, good. like live. Good, good, good. Um, although the other ones were good too. Don't get me wrong. Nexus <laughs> um, Park was the most thrilling, but I don't know if it was my favorite. Probably not. It's, it's <laughs> very difficult. No, I, I, I believe that. I get that for sure. Um, so, so whenever, if you know, I think... As long as we have people who want to watch, we're going to want to keep making seasons. And mm. if we do end up at a point where we cannot field new folks, um, it's nice that we have enough people who really want to come back and play again that we can oh, definitely. put ourselves in that um, box instead. Yeah. I think as well, our season were more eager probably than perhaps some others because no one has returned from our season yet. So I think a lot of us are mm-hmm. itching to be like the first ones back from our season yeah um, yes um but yeah like i said this is, i think a lot of us have a lot to offer if there was to be another one yeah, yeah. But, i think so too but then again sort of people from other seasons it's <laughs> it's it's an embarrassment of riches yeah you'll just have to put it to a public vote like okay everyone vote for <laughs> oh, 16 people oh gosh 
Oh, 18 people, and that's oh. it. Oh, that would be... One that I was in did that actually. They let people apply for a tourney season. <laughs> they just got their viewers to vote for their top 18 or something. Um, I said, like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't know if we could handle the uh, the fallout. <laughs> can you imagine? That? There'd be Oof. bots voting for certain people. Like the US government probably have to get involved for vote rigging. <laughs> <laughs> Because would, we would meme Jamal or something in. I can see it. Oh my it. gosh. Of course we would. Of course we would. Of course we would. Um, <laughs> and. <laughs> yeah, but. Yes, I'm excited for the next season, though, especially because it's quite soon. Actually, I need to do my VIP status for that season. I haven't yet. Yeah, that reminded me, so I'll do that shortly. Yeah, we. it's like a month away. It's so soon. I know. It's nice though. Uh, Is it a new pet? New peeps. It's it's that's the goal. Yeah. Have <laughs> the adverts gone out or anything yet? Uh, I, I updated. The problem is we're still. I'm. I've been reaching out to people who had applied in the pat uh, for academy before anyone knew it was a returning season. Try to Ooh. get their. Um, we're trying to figure out when we actually want the dates to be. And then once we have actual dates, it'll be easier to apply. So everyone is kind of aware of what's actually going to be going on. So hopefully within Exciting. the next week or so, we can nail that stuff down and do a real push. Exciting stuff. Oh, what a way to kick 2023 off. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll just be season 11. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh my God. It'll be a new era. Oh, how ominous. How ominous indeed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, I I don't know. I think that's that's it. Yeah, I mean, we've been going out for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Shit. This is, um, we've cracked the top 30 for longest uh, interviews I've done. Oh, <laughs> only the top thirty. <laughs> only. How many have you done? Forty, like thirty-five. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. I've done. That's a good question. Uh, this is number sixty-five. Oh, okay, I'm in the top half. Top half. That's cute. Yeah. That's Not even cute. the top half of your season. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God, that's depressing. But yes. Um. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. <laughs> Yes, it's and been great. Great to talk to you. Get go over this. <laughs> if season you name, you. if you name me for any of the podcasts or anything in the future, always reach out. <laughs> Absolutely, Meg says hi. Oh, what queen! Don't <laughs> tell her. Give her a big hug. Um, yeah, it was lovely being able to speak to you and be able to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It was great. Love getting your thoughts on basically everything oh i know christ um, yeah <laughs> uh and it's and it's wonderful to see you in the lounges every season as well oh thank you yes i'll be there for the next one as well don't you worry great 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 uh okay well uh i guess it's evening for you and, yes uh... and good after good morning good lunch good yeah i'll i'll be getting lunch after this and yes um, <laughs> seeing what the rest of the day has in store so exactly 
Yeah, thank you so, so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the rest of the high season interviews. <laughs> Thanks, I will. I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. See ya. Bye-bye. I woke up 25 minutes ago. Um... <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, my God, this is early for like you to be doing it. I felt bad. I was like, I can easily do it at eight or something on my end. <laughs> Well, I wanted to, I didn't know if somebody else was going to be able to do it this evening. I wanted to give myself enough time in between. Yeah, I I was also thinking, yeah. Obviously, I knew I had to get up this early. And then, of course, I stayed up till like four in the morning. So I do the same thing, though. So you're not alone there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you'd like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Suruwali. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.